What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Takeout. Mm, mm. Thursday Night Crimson Capsules. Thursday Night Roski. The second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show, the CEO Nicaroa fits his binds, LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed, best edutainment here on YouTube. You are also here with Senor Gregorio Greybeard, Mr. No Trabajo himself. The ladies love to call me third leg, Greg. Your third leg was just phenomenal. And also, I'm the Morpheus of the Matey Matrix, the chocolatey Confucius, the Black Moses, the Deliverer, also known as the man who walks in the spirit. Of Elijah. You can also call me CGA and that be CGA. See God Allah. And I'll be the 10 time to monetize champion of YouTube. We still here. And this is an election year. And oddly enough, we're going to start to see all the bullshit and all the stops being pulled. Today, we're going to talk about the Gen Z gender gap. The gender gap is widening like OnlyFans women's legs. And uh, we, we have an interesting take on some of our fellow members in these adjacent spaces, adjacent red pill, adjacent manosphere. I don't care if you say you red pill or not. Ninja, you associated by the algorithm and you was uh, leaning into the red pill anyway. So all of these podcasters are going to catch an L today because today we have a woman that is written about why Gen Z men are becoming more conservative and they're blaming some people who are manosphere adjacent. And as you can see by the thumbnail, no, this is not a diss track. I'm not here to diss them. We're going to cover an article written by probably a raging liberal con uh, progressive individual who wants to say the manosphere and the manosphere adjacent podcasters are the reason why Gen Z boys are becoming more conservative while the Gen Z women are becoming more liberal. We're going to talk about that and read her article and that's going to be later on in today's show. We're also going to talk about an OnlyFans mama being banned from dropping off her kids from school because she has OnlyFans subscription pages on her on her automobile. All right, on her automobile. What else do we got? The things in the game done change. We're going to talk about that. Plus, Straggling Snickle Theater, we got that coming up. But anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign. The Notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV and PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, I'm pinning the message here. I guess it pinned by itself. Anyway, we got that coming up, man. And uh, today it is Take Out Thursday. Indeed, yeah, give it to me. Oh, yeah, sicky, sicky now. Let's go. Uh, I take her. Mm-hmm. Don't jump in front of a black man in the buffet line. Don't tell me to hurry up. I need to pick me a good little ling ling tonight, and I'm going to pluck one out. Yeah, let's go. It's takeout 
Thursday night. I had my takeout last night. Ninja, what we having today? Shrimp fried rice? You know what I mean? Egg food young. You know what I mean? Wonton soup. Ninja, we out here chasing that Ling Ling for our Thursday night. We ordering them up. Bring them. Oh, yeah. Oh, sucky, sucky now. Yes. Hey, I caught four of them already, Ninja. You know what? Oh, yeah. That's what I want right there. I want her right there. Come on. Give it to me. Let's go. Yeah, my back hurting too, Chris Sucker. Oh, suck it, suck it now. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it now. Her too, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, take out Thursday. Let's go. I know how you feel, my brother. We here. Oh, I got them all four of them. I picked them out. And the ninja showing his teeth. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh-huh. We ready for the dark side. Suck it, suck it down. <laughs> Woo! Some young ho, dim sum, egg foo young. <laughs> we know what it is. What kind of fuck you give me? Yeah, oh, oh, what you say? Hey, be careful here. Be careful. This is a family show. This is a family show anyway. All right, make sure you ninjas, if, you, if you're going to have you some, make sure you have some. Uh, make sure you pay for your dates because Ling Ling's ain't trying to go out with you ninjas without you paying for a date. All right, here we go. From my experience, okay, I'm not want to, I don't want to generalize. Okay, so calm your titties. For, uh, from the limited uh, dating experience I've had with uh, black guys that I, uh, I had experience with, um, they didn't want to pay. Either oh. like going out for the dinner oh, or a movie. Oh no! Uh, and that would end my interest right there. All right. Oh my goodness! Right there. All right. Previous, she wasn't talking that the other day. She was saying this. I I don't know if the uh, the feminists will agree with this, but um, I like to get dominated. I like to choked, whooped, oh. spined. You know, oh. told what to do. Mm. I need a man to take charge. Mm. And let me just, you know, be goofy. Oh, I got you, baby. I got you. It is Thursday, baby. I got you with all that. Don't worry, mate. I got you. I got you. Whatever you need, baby. <laughs> I'll pay and ninja. She want to be dominated tonight. It's takeout Thursday. We got you. I got you covered. Got you covered. Anyway, we got a great show for you lined up. Let me see if there's any earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to our brother YouTube. He says support. I don't know. Is it YouTube? <laughs> All right. YouTube says support the show. Hit the like button and hit the cash app. Hit the cash app, y'all. Deshaun Rose says, yo, shout out to this, uh, the coach gang and Thursday night takeout. Isn't it great? <laughs> Isn't it great? All right. Pro Man says after feminism destroys America, the history books will blame Jermaine Dupree. And is it Janet? Is it Michael Jackson? <laughs> or Janet Jackson. What Jackson? Or Jackson. Let me see what Jackson you said. Maybe you said a Jackson. Okay. And Janet Jackson, we'll call it. Okay. <laughs> what a mess. Fixes buys LLC to your service. I'm going to check over here just to get going. And we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up on deck. On deck. Let me see what we got. Let me see here. Mm hmm. Did Destiny's wife write the article? Probably. Is Destiny still out here? What are he doing? Uh, Deshaun says, wrong takeout intro, coach. Use China. 
this morning show girl walking out in the white linen. Which one? I don't know. What, 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 what? I'm, I'm confused. The China This Morning Girls. Oh, I kind of remember. It's been a long day. Jermaine Jackson. Oh, they were blamed Jermaine Jackson. Uh, shout out to our brother here. Anthony says, Coach, I would award you the Medal of Honor if I could. We're living our lives to eternal. Our soul. Hey, oh. Y'all tricking me today. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Y'all playing with me. Huh? Don't, don't make me read song lyrics. All right, anyway, don't make me read song lyrics. What are we doing here? The Chinese pros. Am I tripping? I'm trying to figure out what I don't even remember. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yes, the bad economy girls. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's who you want to see, the bad economy girls. Let's see if I, oh, I closed the link. Uh, yes, I closed the link. Oh, yeah, now that right there, that was the buffet I wanted to see too. I closed the link. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, man, I got lost. What are we doing here? Do we have any more? No, we don't. So you know what that means? It is time for Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Do me a favor. Hit that like. Hit that like button. First honor up. The first... First person up on Straggle with Sniggle Theater is this gentleman here, uh, George Carlin uh, lookalike here. He is irate. Uh, he's at a special board meeting, and it looks like he's trying to curse out the school board or whoever these politicians are. We'll go ahead and play him right here and see what he's talking about here. Let's give him the mic. Good evening, cowards. Rick Hebert, 97 Spruce Lane. Nice to see a bunch of fat, ugly women. Oh, excuse you. Oh. Can we stick yeah. the agenda? No, 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 no. 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 They're fat, ugly women. Oh, my are. Lord. Let's talk about it. You don't have to buy. Oh, no. They got, okay, she out of it. She gone. And she was fat and ugly, yes. Okay, everybody, stop. Let let Mr. Hubbard, Hebbard, Hebbard, Hebbard. speak, please. Okay, yeah, free Enough. speech. Free speech. Go ahead, Rick. Oh. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. Oh. We wonder why. We wonder why when we have these these pathetic people here oh. called teachers rape the children's minds. Yay! And if you people are too stupid to know what rape is, it's called control. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> we get the award today. That's what I'm talking about. My brother, he ain't scared of the establishment. He ain't scared of these people out here, man. They just new, people with new, suits. New what are they going to do, brother? What are you going to do, brother? <laughs> this ninja came up, and he was catching. This is going to be me when I'm older. Wait till I'm 30 years older, ninja. They're going to arrest me, though. They're going to arrest me. He called them cowards right when he walked up. I love it, ninja. I love the energy. And then he went in further. Good evening, cowards. Yeah. Rick Hubbard, 97. Cowards. That's what I'm talking about. Bruce Lane. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. Oh! Oh, oh, oh no. no. What? Oh, the humanity. No, 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 no. They're fat, ugly women is what they are. Oh, my goodness, man. Just, just, just take it easy on them. <laughs> 
we starting off the show kicking it off, ninja. He said he came in like Rick Rude. For all of you fat, out of shape, beer belly sweat hogs, keep the noise down while a real man's talking in this coward meeting out here. <laughs> hey, man, this is what happens when men ain't scared, ninja. This is why I called these men cowards earlier today. Y'all be out here cowards. All right, this is how a real man will tell, man, look, we going to cut right through to all the bullshit. And then that one woman was mad. Why she leave? Watch this. Let's talk about it. Uh, We're not having that. You don't have to buy. You don't have to buy. He said bye, bitch. Hey, man, look. uh Uh-oh. I see why she left. She irate. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what this guy's demonstrating. Is this all of this gesturing and virtue signaling and oh, all of this bullshit is bullshit. Like, he's like, I'm done with the shit testing. You ain't going to do nothing here. I'm a real man. I got the salami between my legs. Ninja, what you going to do? What you going to do? Get your simp enforcer, security officers, this free speech. I'm going to tell y'all who all of y'all are. I'm going to read y'all the riot act. That's what I'm talking about, man. Y'all don't y'all scared for no reason. They're going to get you. Hey, man, he like, what? I'm already old. I'm going to tell you what I need. I'm tired of my taxpayer money's going to these, all these agendas that y'all pushing and y'all all barking, no bite. Ninja, cancel me. You can't cancel me. He like, you can't cancel me. Ninja, I ain't got no social media. <laughs> I own my house outright. Ninja, what you going to do? That's what happened, man. And he, he looked that one woman mad as hell. She was like, I'm going to leave. He's like, bye. Take your ass home, man. Y'all be out here scared. <laughs> All they doing is they ain't got no, but Ninja, they give you, these are just simple forces, man. Everything is just, somebody said, it's all theater. It's all theater. They all just bullshitting you, man. All right. I know you young boys, man. You still got, you still got life to live, but man, I'm going to tell you, man. Yeah, the weak men destroyed the country. He like, man, fuck all this bullshit. Yep, you t- you cow- I always tell you these these teachers are morons. They ignorant too. All right, the majority of them ignorant. I've worked with them. They ain't got they ain't as smart as me. They ain't as smart as the mercy of these people. But they got the union and the backing and the media and all this shit. He like, man, look, man, cut right to the chase. <laughs> uh, why body was out there walking out? That's what I'm talking about, man. What happened to men? We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> he called them cowards. He ain't scared. Bitch, you scared. You scared. For real, man. I love it, man. And old man, you need to unite out here, man. Anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. That's a way to open up the show. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Yeah, standing on business. Straggle and Sniggle Theater here. Uh, something. I, this must be a skit, but it says right here, this is what guys mean when they say, Girls are crazy. I believe that this is a skit, but this does highlight something that we talk about, which is interpersonal domestic violence. Um, I believe they call it IVP or the amount of domestic violence men put up with. And then when they, you know, somewhat retaliate or protect themselves, they have to deal with being accused. And we give you the statistics. 70% of this type of violence is perpetrated by women. When it's two personal person violence is 50% down the middle. So men are no more abusers than women. But uh, this skit highlights this, and we're going to go ahead and play it. Roll the film. Are you joking? This is half happening. Are you joking? Huh? Bro, push me. Do something. Nice. Do something. Not, bro, can Do you move, please? Oh, 
And as you can see here, uh, this is what men have to deal with. Of course, pray for your young men out here dealing with women today. We all went through stuff like this, but now, you know, they have much more to lose in these situations and women who are amped up emotionally typically do things like this. And unfortunately, men do lose when they don't know how to handle these situations. If you do notice, the woman is being abusive initially in the clip by yelling and throwing things, and then she bumps him and then slaps him. Of course, he pushes her down, and she sprained her wrist. These are the type of guys that get accused of domestic violation, right? Not real beaters. They got some real wife beaters out here, and they never go to jail. They never get the cops called on them because the woman's really scared, but they have a lot of false alligators out here. Shout out to the false alligators. It's been a long time since we talked about the false alligators. There they are. America's worst team out here, the false alligators. There they are on the board there. They have a lot of women that uh, do call police on guys, and this sometimes, unfortunately, is going to be some set-up bullshit like that. And she's like, I hurt my wrist, and I bonked my head. Yeah. This type of thing. And then uh, that then he loses all credibility, and he has a restraining order against him or a TRO. And uh, now he can't even purchase a firearm and all of that stuff. So watch out for these things here. Yeah, a little dramatic, and sometimes these young ladies are very dramatic. That's terrible. We'll clap, though. Uh, next one, we have a young lady here that's going to talk about attention-seeking, I believe. And there she is on the board. Let's see what she's talking about. The problem is I can be like, you know what? I want a little bit of male attention, okay? I want a little bit of that male gaze. And then, like, five million men could give me attention, and I would literally sit there and be like, no man has given me attention in 50,000 years. And the reason is, is because that um, I really just want one specific man's attention. Um, like, there's just one man I have in mind, and if that man isn't giving me attention, then every single man in the entire world could give me attention, and I would still be like, ah! My problem is I can be like, you know what? I want a little bit of male attention, okay? I want a little bit of that male gaze. And then, like, five million men could give me attention, and I would literally sit there and be like, no man has given me attention in 50,000 years. Yeah, man. That's what we dealing with, bro. That's what we dealing with, brothers. Because they're passive-aggressive, they're not specific. They only want one or two guys' attention, but they got to dress and make up themselves and wear, had a booty hanging out of their shorts. And it's really just for maybe one or two men to recognize them. Everybody else recognizes them and they think you're a pervert. Not only that, to boot, the confusion that this, that in, the confusion that ensues here is that if they catch your ass on camera, they're going to call you all kind of perverts. Meanwhile, they're the ones seeking the attention. They always will say, no guy wants me. I've never been in a relationship. And all of these are just lies. They're saying, I've never been in a relationship with a man that I've wanted. That's what she's saying. And she's also saying, no guy likes me. There's no guys out here. There's no guys out here that I like or want me. And you see the confusion here. This is what leads to quite the confusion for young men. And we're here to break it down. Yeah. At least she told you. 
<laughs> At least she told you how it is. You guys got to watch out, man. All these things that I've been telling you, they're now telling you, which is a beautiful thing. We're now catching them in 4K, admitting all the crazy shit that we've been telling you. Same thing with sexual harassment. The right guy said the right guy approaches her. It's not sexual harassment. The wrong guy says something to her. It's sexual harassment, and you're getting us. You're getting taking the ER, uh, HR. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these are all things that we taught you. Here we are. Here we are with the evidence here. Oh, it's just one woman. Okay. problem is I can be like, you know what? I want a little bit of male attention, okay? I want a little bit of that male gaze. And then, like, five million men could give me attention, and I would literally sit there and be like, no man has given me attention in 50,000 years. And the reason is, is because that um, I really just want one specific man's attention. Um, like, there's just one man I have in mind, and if that man isn't giving me attention, then every single man in the entire world could give me attention, and I would still be like, <sighs> Woo. yeah you can't trust what they're saying half the time because they really they really are passive aggressive and many of them you can't trust them their intentions are bad all right we got to hear uh the love for the love or for the money uh this whole conversation about tricking is is really been igniting the internet as of recent and one of the reasons why is men have found out Ninja is go ahead. You paying up front or paying you paying anyway. So here we go right here. Another conversation about it. And um, it is not going viral, but it's gotten quite the amount of views there. 30, uh, 40,000 views, 3.6 K likes. And it's let's go ahead and hear what he says right here. What's the best motivation for ladies in the bedroom? A woman can't f better than a woman that gets paid to f you can't suck better than a that gets paid to suck I don't dick. agree with you. Nobody sucks better than a that is in love with you. A that loves That's everything cap. about you. That's cat. That's cat. Oh, cap I don't stop. know. What the Don't talk about that. Yo, yo. Just because you sucking dick and you want to do it don't mean it's good. Chill. Listen, Tamara. Chill. Not the prostitute. Hold on, hold on, Tamara. What's going to make you suck the dick better? Ten racks or you love the dick? That's a good point. Damn. Oh, no. All right. Uh, she had to think about it here. Look at the sister. Sister, you've been on, on my mind. And oh, okay. I didn't realize. You're talking about $10,000? Okay, I'll slob your knob. That's what she said. Hey, yo, chill. Hey, yo, chill, son. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, man. She thought about it. Hmm, 10K, you say. 10K. All right, anyway, interesting conversation, man. And, of course, the comment section is a litty here. What do you guys think? Is she right? It says right here she's right and he's wrong. Somebody says right now money is love. This one says love versus money equals honey. This one says black people, please do these two. Wait, do better these topics. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What? What that means? <laughs> All right, we got a lot of laughing emojis. And it says, just look at Prawn. It says it all, love and money. Okay, you got to have one. You got to have one. All right, you see that interesting conversation there. She thinking about it too. She said, hmm, 10K. Okay, all right, maybe I'll perform. In fact, if you've been in a marriage, you know damn well that love does not make for a better duck, uh, duck sick. Love does not make for a better duck sick. Married men, can t yeah, she smoked weed for sure. I'm going to tell you. Love does not make for a better duck sick. In fact, though, some of the worst 
duck sick you're going to ever get is in a marriage. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to her and her black and mild addiction. This is a interesting topic on the next one here, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. I don't know what this is, but it takes a while for the clip to warm up. And this says how social media has helped my DID or my OSDD. I don't know what either one of these is, but uh, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of research. What is a DID? DID, it says did. Oh, okay. What is a did? All right, diagnosis. Let me see if I, oh, a did disorder. What is that? That's a disassociative identity disorder, a mental health condition. It's a, someone with disassociative identity disorder has multiple distinct personalities. Okay, all right, all right. What's the other one? The other one was called OSDD. All right, let me see what that is. OSDD, OSDD. OSDD is others specified disassociative disorder okay so you mean a woman all right a woman all right here we go right there it's a mental health condition a chronic disassociative symptom such as identity alteration all right when we when we talk about this manifest when we talk about this <laughs> we talk about this article did you? all right so here we go right here how social media has helped my didd my disassociative. Okay, hold up for a second. Let me get in here. Okay, oh my lord, look at whoa! Hold up for a second. I need to cycle. What in the world is this that I'm looking at? Oh my lord! Okay, hold up for a second. This is going to be interesting. This woman is going to talk about her disassociative. Ay ay ay! We got a whole monster here. Okay, goodness, Casper. What? All right, here we go. Let's see what she sees. She's going to talk about her. So I haven't been professionally diagnosed with OSDD or DID, but it's pretty clear to me and the people around me that I do have one of those. Oh, my goodness. Okay, she says she hasn't been associate. She hasn't been diagnosed. But uh, one of the problems in our world today is that we have a lot of, pe- a lot of people self-diagnosing. We have a lot of people self-diagnosing with issues that they say they have. Uh, but they've never seen a professional, but they say they have it. And then they say there's a mental health issue, but then they never really go get diagnosed. This is crazy. All right. So this woman's going to say she has um, different personalities. Okay. All right. Here we go right here. It's a little quiet. Um, I just don't know how much I don't remember. Um, so, yeah, my body is 27. Oh. And I found out about my system around august so it's been a couple months now okay i think that most of my alters are alters 23 or younger wow most of my alters seem to be teenagers um, teenagers with the others being as young as like six or so oh ninja oh ninja I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. <laughs> Next caller. All right. <sighs> Man, I mean, look, y'all out here. <laughs> so she diagnosed by TikTok. She diagnosed it herself, by the way. I've been warning you of this. This woman's, yeah, she's an underage 27-year-old. By the way, she looked younger than 27. 
She said her body is 27. <laughs> he says only women with this crap. Yeah, I mean, do you hear niggas? I mean, do you hear men talking about this? Yeah, you got a demon in you. What the world, man? Just stay in your room. You got, your body's 27. You have altars that are 23, teenage, and six. I'm supposed to be. <laughs> man, what? And she, by the way, do not tell me that I'm being mean to her. She has not been diagnosed. She has not been diagnosed, fam. I got to go back. Man, oh my goodness, this girl, woo, wait, oh, she got a, oh, she got a demon. Oh, no, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, I think she got a demon. I think she got a demon. I told you these people that say they got mental health got a demon in them. They got a demon in them, bro. They don't be out here. They don't, they just got a demon. All right, what are we doing? Let me continue here. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, my body is 27, and I found out about my system around August. So it's been a couple months now. I think that most of my alters are 23 or younger. Most of my alters seem to be teenagers. No. Um, with the others being as young as like six or so um six. i have yet to encounter anyone younger than that no oh, no besides social media being the reason that i actually found out about did it has helped mm. me so much in being able to track my switches jesus ninja send it <laughs> Send it. Y'all thought I was joking. Track your switches. You didn't learn this from a book or a therapist. You just learned it all on TikTok. All right. Let's hear what she's talking about. That's why Salem Witch Trials. Here we go. Recently, I haven't been posting as much just because I've been trying to figure things out. But like back when i very very first found out about my system i was posting multiple times a day and it was really helpful to be able to go back and be like okay well like this person matches that person and they were out at a time when we were doing this and it's like being able to have that record of when something was happening and who was there for it and what they were thinking about and how they were feeling and um, especially on TikTok, being able to do the videos and you can see the way that their mouth moves, the way oh. that they talk, things like that. Being able to have this video diary of all of my different alters at different points mm. in my life, like, is more helpful than anything else. No, no. If I didn't have TikTok in the DID community, oh. I would be oh. in well, a hardcore denial spiral. Denial. I have deni had denial that. Denial spiral. Had denial that this is a real disability at all. Mm. I know that if I didn't have the support of other systems on my For You page, um, in my messages, people I talk to, I would so much more just not believe that DID was a real thing in the first place, which would add to that denial spiral horribly. I think TikTok probably has led to some people being misdiagnosed 
or misdiagnosing themselves, but for the amount of people who think that they have the DID for a little bit just to find out that they don't, totally worth it for the amount of people who get to find out it's a thing at all. Now, believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm as sensitive as they come relating to these issues. I hope she gets some help. However, Jen Zudit tends to remain the Zudit champion of the world. I mean, she votes this one. This one votes. Maybe four of her people vote. I have no idea. These people have accounts on social media. I don't want to hear you... <laughs> I don't want to hear you criticize me at all. I warned you about this. I warned you about this time. It, it, and have you noticed it's getting worse and worse? It's getting worse and worse. It's, it's getting worse. And you got to imagine, if you have a kid that is in this age range or lower, this is what they're watching, bro. Maybe I have DID. Oh, man, this is wild. This is wild. Anyway, that's Straggle and Sniggle Theater. There it is right there. Wowzers. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? People want me to really, really be sensitive about these issues here, and I just have a hard time. I'm not a boomer. I know people don't know what Generation X is, but uh, Generation X is a small sub- generation in between the boomers and the millennials and uh we're very skeptical people we're very paranoid and we don't believe shit until we see shit so that's character that's a characteristic of the gen xer and just so you know i don't say you know not all gen xers are the same <laughs> but gen x grew up like this you ever see that meme where the dude be like all right with with the lips like we used to do like that when we were kids and somebody would be saying something we knew it was a lie. We'd be like, that's, that's me. When I hear shit that don't sound normal, Ninja, we'd be like, Negro, please. Looking at you like, I wish a nigga would. <laughs> yeah, that black dude with the, with the lips. Let me see what he like <laughs> with the lips. That's me, man. Like, because we, we don't believe shit like this. Come on, man. Well, most people, most people putting up bullshit and making excuses. So Gen X, we ain't putting up with no bull. <laughs> where's that? Where's that meme? I wish I could find it. Oh, man. The Negro, please, Ninja. Negro, please spare me the details. I wish I could find the meme. What's the what? What would I look that up? It's called the conceited meme. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, that's the meme, right? <laughs> the conceited meme. Uh, yeah, this is this is Gen, this is Gen X right here. Like Nick, <laughs> yeah. like no, nah, no. Nah. I need to find a better meme here. Oh, we found the guy who did it. Yeah, this this the meme right here. This him right here. He's Darcy's. <laughs> this is this is us. His name is Conceited. Shout out to Conceited. Yeah. When we hear shit like this, just so you know, I'm not insensitive. It's just like 
That's how I feel when I hear all of this crazy shit. Because you know why? This shit wasn't this shit wasn't around when I was around. <laughs> we were just punished for doing stupid shit. And we were called out and persecuted and they bagged on us and they talked shit on us. And they, uh, you know what I mean? So when I hear all of y'all Gen Zers coming up with stuff. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, it's like, nah, man, nah. Y'all making this shit up as you go. Y'all making it up as you go, man. We ain't, t- we tired of this bullshit. All right, where, do they have a, okay, I can't get the GIF. I can't get the GIF. The GIF, my GIF screen ain't moving here. But that's how I feel when I hear y'all. Just so you know, I'm not being insensitive. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me see here. Let me check if there's any co- contributions. Uh, anyway. That's crazy. Or you can get the Jackie Chan, the Jackie Chan meme. But I really think people just making this up as they go. Y'all just coming up with stuff at this point. Thank you to TikTok. All right, let me see if there's anybody. Okay, we dry over here today. Let me see if I can get some brothers here. Uh, Deshaun Rose says, wrong takeout intro. I got you. Ladies Love Cool C says, today, my next door neighbor got into it with the, her 12-year-old son and called the police on him, and he got arrested. Damn. Damn. Is a was it a female? A ladies love cool seat. What is a was it a mother or a father that called the called the police on their ch- child? JC says evening cowards, and Bob says Thanos did nothing wrong. Thanos was right. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Is anybody see late LL cool LL cool C? Let me know if it was a mother. He says my next door neighbor got into it. Oh, you said it was with her 12-year-old son. I, I missed that part. So, yeah, I again, this kind of proves what we're talking about. I don't want to go too far into it, but this is what I'm talking about. Some women can't handle young men. They, the, the guy's too big. 12 years old, they start losing him. So that's an example. Next door neighbor got into it with her 12-year-old and had her own son arrested. Wow. It's a cold-ass world. I bet you it's the Manosphere's fault. It's the Manosphere's fault. Let's get back into it. Somebody said 100% of female. Yep. You you getting your own son arrested. <laughs> All right, things in the game done changed. Let's put this up on the board right here. Next topic, things have changed. What do we got here? Looks like the Passport Bros have a couple of more places. <laughs> Uh, that they need to cross off the list. The United States Department, the United States State Department has issued travel advisories for the following places, Jamaica, the Bahamas, and more, citing an increase in violent crimes. All right, just as the passport bro movement was heating up, sounds like the passport sisters are needed to not go to Jamaica. I guess there's crime, unrest, and so forth and so on. And it says it looks like the United States has uh, been taking more precautionary measures for citizens who wish to travel outside of the country. The U.S. State Department recently issued travel advisory travel advisories for multiple countries, including Jamaica and the Bahamas, citing an increase in violent crimes, including S.A. and body taking. All right. It says right there on Wednesday, the U.S. federal agency announced 
a level three travel alert for Jamaica, urging Americans to exercise increased caution when traveling to the island, according to the Department of State website, violent crimes such as home invasions, armed robbery, SAs, and and deletions are common. SAs occur frequently, including at all-inclusive resorts, and it says right there, those areas include, but not, are not like, are, sorry, are not limited to all of Mantego Bay, downtown Kingston, part of St. Anne's Parish near Ocho Rios, and certain neighborhoods in the grill. Last week, the Bahamas United States Travel Advisory was changed from level one to level two as a record 18 deletions have been reported since the beginning of this year. The State Department Advisory encourage, encourages travelers to purchase travel insurance as a high level of specialized health care may not be available across the island of Jamaica and patients may be required to pay for medical care up front. And here we go right there. There's level three Honduras. Oh, I had me a Honduras, Chica. She was like five foot one. Mm, mm. She got wet like Niagara Falls. Colombia, Colombia is still on the list. Egypt, Egypt, Trinidad, El Salvador, and Nigeria, Breda. Breda, Nigeria. Ugh. Nigeria. Okay. Breda. <laughs> we go right here. I can't go see my Bredas. Oh, that's a disgrace. All right, let's get back on to the show here. Things in the game done change. I wanted to show this earlier. In the middle of my stream, they deleted the post. So I'm going to just already, I'm going to show it now because this was going to be a part of my show. But take a look at this video here. I'm going to turn the music down. This is a graduation. This video has been around for quite a while. And uh, these graduates, all Millie Mouth Muskrat, Plain Jane White Girl, Stock Factory issue, but shout out to them. Uh, Man, that looks like somebody I know. They're all showing off their engagement rings. And this video went viral once before. But they're all showing off their engagement rings. But what we are talking about here is culture. And it says right here, there's a vast difference on how the culture, how the culture date, the culture's date, sorry. Um, And these are young women that look graduation age and they're leaving the junior college. And they probably, this probably is a a flyover state or maybe somewhere in Texas. These And these women are approaching their life, getting their degrees and then focusing on kind of family oriented raising And something like that. Now, the previous post that I was going to read highlighted the cultural difference between uh, young suburban white women that are coming, mostly coming from families. Is this Texas A&M? This is Texas A&M? Okay, shout out to Texas A&M. Oh, it is. I do see Texas A&M there. Uh, White women and come from two-parent households. They tend to not have this idea of remaining strong and independent by themselves. They may focus on career but it looks like they're happy with their marriage and they're going forward, which is going to give people in their family family privilege, which is the big divider in our country. Yes, there is some racial and um, there is some racial divide, but the more we do alternative types of lifestyles, more likely you're going to be caught in some sort of uh, privilege. And I believe the biggest distinction between people who are got who have an advantage and don't is basically family privilege family privilege is the big one so broken home people typically don't get pushed this way 
Broken home people typically have to go out and earn money right away. They don't focus on uh, raising families or getting married. They don't take pride in it. And in fact, it's a black eye like, no, well, I ain't getting married. I'm too young. Well, these young women are going a different route. And of course, um, I cannot, I would be remiss to not even notice this. But these guys are, these girls are smart. Because if you look at it, they're not exceptionally beautiful. Now, most of them aren't ugly, but most of them are what we call mid or subpar or par. Um, and they probably had their fun and they know when to push their cars in. Most of these women aren't models. They're not thinking about going to get a guy at the top of the food chain I'm entitled to. And all of these things, they're like, hey, we we mid. The one on the other end, on the end of this girl, this girl's all right, Millie Mouth Muskrat. The other girl is cuter right next to her. But they're like, man, let me put this shit in right now. Now, there's some people here that realize that half of these people will probably be divorced. And look, you know, this woman got to push it. Look at them hands. Ooh, hey, boy, she a blimper. Look at that thumb. I bet you she marrying a big dude. All right, cash in them chips early. Build, have a family, create. And here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. The reason why I was pointing that out is because I was talking about what's going to save the community at large. This is the only option. So, yeah, now they don't have to take a nursing job. They don't have to um, uh, depend on that as they build and move forward. And there's some people who do this. Some people try to do it the opposite way, and then they run into all kind of roadblocks, and then they get mad. How am I supposed to survive? Well, you, you, you wasted your time. You wasted your time. On this here, the, van, the, the family advantage, the family privilege is what does, does, the, does them, uh, that gets them ahead the most. And they try this out. There's another point that I want to make on this. <laughs> There's another point I want to make on this because I was talking about it. Oddly enough, these young women are in the age group of 23, 24, maybe 25. What I'll hear as a rebuttal to this is that these women are too young to be doing this. They have their career ahead of them. What if it doesn't work? Obviously, they start telling the women, what if it doesn't work? And you get a divorce, which half of them may get divorced statistically, maybe a little bit less because they come from a two-parent household more than likely. And they'll say they're too young for this. They have their life ahead of them. They're going to have fun. They could have fun. They could be out here in these streets. They're going to regret it, right? They're going to regret it. But what I don't hear is that women that age are too young to have babies. See, the funny thing about it is these age women, for the people who don't choose the marriage path and say they shouldn't choose the marriage path, women this age often do have a child or two out of wedlock. They carry before they marry. You're not too young to get knocked up by a pookie. You're not too young to be fucking and fornicating out here. However, you're too young to be getting married. You understand this? There's a lot of women this age that got one and two babies. Have you noticed that? They seem to have no problem out here getting knocked up by the wrong guy and then expecting the guy down the line to fix the problem. They ain't too young for that. But when it comes to doing grown people shit, like doing things responsible and setting yourself on the right path, it's too young, right? It's too young. You know what I mean? And the irony of that is these women are probably 24, 25 in that area or approaching that. And there are still people going to say too young. Okay, too young. All right, anyway, 
He says they don't say they're too young to have a baby. Yeah, they're too young. I'm too young to get married and settle down. But you got one or two kids. You aren't too young to be pushing out babies, demon semen from other men. (laughs) That's wild. And that's where I'm telling you in my belief system, I think that is the difference between success and fail. That is that right there. This right here is the difference between those who have privilege and those whose kids start off on the right foot if they can stay married. And those who do not, those who do the alternative route, thinking that they could do it and they run out of gas and they wonder why they can't get their life together. They wonder why they're trying to date at 36 and being a single mother, vice versa. Men are wondering how they're going to marry a woman like this when they're in their 30s and that's all they have. The reality is the gap is widening financially, and I think majority of it is family privilege. Family privilege is the thing that separates one person to the other, one group of people who succeed in the other. High, more than likely. Hit the cash app. God damn, it's dry up in this mother sucker. Y'all ninjas out? Okay. All right. These ninjas out here, ninja you watching. you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. The reason why I'm highlighting this is take a look at this. Mom banned from dropping kids off at a Christian school due to OnlyFans ad on her car. Now, here we go. Another example. A mom in Central Florida. I've talked about her. She's been banned. She's got her OnlyFans shirt. She's got her uh, Hellcat Dodge Charger ass van. Okay, and now she's got her OnlyFans across her damn back of her truck. She got a beak on the end of her face. Look at that beak. Look at that beak. (laughs) All right, here we go. That beak and that chin is strong. Matter of fact, this woman looks like, never mind. Definitely looks like a witch. All right, um, but of course now. Things done change. Let's see if I can play the video here. It's probably going to be an fiber oh, Powers Cox. one of the most connected. Man, what the hell? <laughs> All right, what the hell? Let me see here. Stadiums in the world on the biggest game days of the year. This is what I am looking at when I pull up behind one of these vehicles. Facebook messages, complaints, and TikToks. You ban a vehicle. Taking the front pew at a private Christian school in Tavares is not just a tiny, tiny little emblem on the back of a car. It you see what wives look like? <laughs> you see what wives look like? No, man, don't get no trophy wife. She didn't even paint her eyebrows on this morning. Shout out to these uh, average-looking wives. Man, wives and, wives and husbands are average-looking. It is taking up the entire windshield, back windshield of two vehicles. Lexi Thomas is a parent at Liberty Christian. Wow. Who wants this ad on another parent's car to stay off campus. That other parent is Michelle Klein. Look and at what the she difference. Has isn't only Klein. Well, it's definitely linked to, you know, explicit content, adult content for sure. Klein, who goes by Piper Fawn, says OnlyFans is her business and way of life. My husband but, and I had this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've now decided to share. But not all parents want what Klein is sharing, shared at school, with some moms complaining to Klein and the school telling Klein. her not to use the main entrance. I'm not going to say what race, what people, well, we know I can't say that. And instead drop her kids off across the street. I was forced to have to 
um, you know, take it off or not come on campus. But parents at this private school say there's a simple solution if Klein wants to use the main drop off. Mm -hmm. Why not take the decal off? And that would seem like an easy thing to say for sure. But for me, you know, it's, it supports my family. This provides a, a very comfortable way of life for us. And it's legal. You know, I pay taxes just like everyone else. I'm not breaking the law. I just offended people. That's a distraction to my children. And no matter how poorly or how good I parent, porn is there. And if that's kind of the first thing they're seeing when they're going into um, a place that should be educating them, Somebody said the dads are probably playing. And you know who else is paying? Them sixth graders are paying. Them sixth graders know how to get the them sixth graders know how to get the OnlyFans up. Trust me, they know. All right. They got the debit card and they know it. Uh right out to this right here. <laughs> this is uh this is where society's going. And they're gonna Facebook blame messages. Hey, shut up. What is going on here? There, uh, I'm trying to get the clip back up, and I'm sad that I actually did give her some free advertising. Let me get her face up in here. Where's that nose? All right, all right, there we go. It always knows. And there it is right there. Uh, this woman right here is, what's going on? Is why she's squinting. Hold on for a second. She got, what? open your eyes, all right? What the, oh, my Lord. <laughs> she, did, she didn't pay her eyebrows on either this morning. All right, um... I guess the carpet matches the drapes. I don't think so. That That is not real blonde there. Okay. All right, man. What a mess. Uh, but, yes, when we talk about the things that have changed in our society, what people accept, what people are going mainstream, when we talk about the Gen Z gender gap, they left the pay out of there. Now it's a Gen Z gender gap related to conservative and liberal and progressive mindsets. The, the men are now the young men of Gen Z are now trending more conservative and they're distancing themselves from the liberal, raging liberal and mentally deficient, mentally unstable Gen Z, Gen Zooted women. But look how much in the world has changed and how much the blame is going to be put not on the right things. We got mothers out here and wives on OnlyFans. We have, uh, what was the previous one? Uh, there's something else. Oh, the next story right here. Here's the next story. We have this going on right here uh, that the media is promoting polyamory. Where the solution to survive economically is not marriage in stable families, which they would call the the um, they would call the uh, nuclear family. Now, I live with my husband and my boyfriend. Polyamory is the only way we can afford a home. Now, you see this? <laughs> You see this? This is what we're pushing. And then when we get to this gender gap, when we get to the idea of who's to blame for why men are going more conservative and staying more, you know, and, and why people are going more liberal on the woman's side, here we go. Another example. <laughs> Another example. But they're going to blame the manosphere. They're going to blame the manosphere. This is how sick this world is. Okay, I live with my husband and my boyfriend. Polyamory is the only way we can afford a home. Really? This is what we're doing? And take a look at them. Uh, these two dudes look like pooter intruders too. All right. They look like they all swap. Like this is the only way. So this is what we're pushing them in as an alternative to survive out here, to stand on business in your own square. This is what we're doing. Nobody has any criticisms for this. It says Jennifer Martin says, 
She and her husband, Daniel, were struggling to pay rent. Wow. Your rent's due, Until they welcomed an unlikely new tenant into their home, her boyfriend, Ty. What did I tell you? The polyamorous mom. Mom. Oh, boy. Hey. <laughs> it's the manosphere's fault. It's the manosphere's fault. All right. This is why I highlighted these stories. The polyamorous mom spoke with the post on Wednesday saying her unorthodox living situation has been a financial blessing amid soaring inflation. Given that they are now three working adults to split costs. So we got mom on OnlyFans. <laughs> None of this. This is white privilege here. Don't get married. You're too young for that. However, you're not too young to live with three beta males or two beta males and this woman take a look at this man take a look at her oh my goodness oh my that's the way we're gonna get through it now of course it's about the money hey as long as we can afford it daniel and i definitely struggled financially before ty moved in uh martin who hails from richmond virginia stated housing was particularly bad in this area jennifer 35 and daniel 36 married they're married yeah back in 2008 and quickly welcome two children together so there you go man it's it's there it is marriage can't save you there there the two boys are with the presence in 2015 the couple decided to open up their marriage and try polyamory three years later jennifer met ty age 33 and he quickly became her boyfriend what a world we live in man just before the pandemic Jennifer and Daniel decided to welcome Ty into their home where he would help split the rent. The trio pays $15.37 a month with Ty forking out $700 for his share. You couldn't afford $1,500 and and you're married. However, it's not just the cost of the rent. It's not just the cost of the rent. That's because less of a burden because of the three-way split, Jennifer and Daniel pay for groceries while Ty covers the cost of utilities and Wi-Fi. He also became close with Jennifer and Daniel's kids and occasionally pays their expenses. Woo! There you go, man. There you go. So, guys, if you can't afford, if you can't afford to pay for your wife's lifestyle, she'll, she'll, live, she'll invite her boyfriend in to live with you. And your kids. Ring the bell, Ninja. Ring the fucking bell. And then when we get to the next segment, of course, it's going to be the Manosphere's fault. No, not this. This is cool. It's cool, huh? They're painting this out to be a love story. <laughs> hey, every wife should do it. It's about the money. Hey, hey, I got to pay. I got to pay rent. I support my family. No criticism. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What do we got next coming up? (sighs) Main event. Yes, it is almost time for the main event. But before we get to the main event, something's wrong. A piece of my clothes are on my back. Before we get to the main event, I want to put this chart up. (laughs) Remember, we were talking about this chart. I was talking about this yesterday. And the ninja said a pew. He read a pew report. That blacks are everywhere. <laughs> uh, this is a breakdown across the United States, and this is a uh, 2019. But of course, he's going to say, "But the update 2025, blacks just actually just started to uh, spawn, and these numbers have quadrupled, apparently, according to him." Where do black people live? Mostly in the South. The majority of the U.S. 
African-American population right down there. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. <laughs> Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? You have no clue, man. People have no clue. They're all clustered in the South. The majority are clustered in the South. Then when you put, then when you put where they live in the Midwest, it is in one area. <laughs> so if I took each Midwestern state and I pointed to where all the blacks live, the major, like 90% of them live in one area of said state, one area in Missouri, all in St. Louis, one area in Wisconsin, all in Milwaukee, one area in Illinois, all in Chicago, one area in Minnesota, all in Minneapolis, one area in Indiana, all in Indianapolis, one area in Michigan, all in Detroit, one area in Ohio, maybe two or three in Ohio, Cleveland and Cincinnati, one area in, uh, what is it? Well, they got North and South Dakota, none. When you talk about the West Coast, the West Coast, does not have that many blacks. 10% of the West Coast population is African-American. It's not a big haven. Even if you say Los Angeles has a lot, comparatively to the population of Los Angeles, it's still less than 10%, like 9%. And that includes South, South Los Angeles and uh, Oakland, Richmond, Hayward. Everywhere, everywhere else, it's spattered. So I don't know what he's talking about. It's wild. But what typically happens is the people in the southern region don't realize how sparse it is. And even when they leave the south and they go, and if you look here, Maryland is in the south. If you look here, Maryland is in the south. I've always told you Maryland. Yeah, Gary, Indiana, too. Um, I always tell you Maryland and Washington, D.C. is in the South. People used to disagree with me, but I always say, and if you ever go there, even the temperature is very humid. It reminds me of it's, it's a very Southern air when you go there in the summer. And they include Baltimore, Maryland, and D.C. in the South. If you understand how the 13 colonies worked, D.C. and Maryland was Southern. It's more of a southern state than it was a eastern seaboard, northeastern state. This graphic actually shows that. But when we're talking about it, a lot of people don't realize that if you live most of your life in the south, you think that the majority of people in America, no matter where you go, will be people like you, and it is not. When you're in the west coast, it literally is one out of ten people will be African-American. In fact, ten out of 100 100 out of 1,000 will be African-American. 100 out of 1,000. 10 out of 100. It is not that big. When you go outside, you go to a store, unless you're in South Los Angeles or Oakland, you're going to be one of the only blacks, maybe two of the only blacks. People don't realize this. Yes, the Mason-Dixon line. Um, People don't realize this at all. You think that this is normal. What? It's like that in Jacksonville. It's like that in Tallahassee. It's like that here. It must be like that in California. It's not like that in California. It is not like that in Nevada or Utah, for that matter. It might be like that a little bit in Seattle, but the outskirts of Seattle, not so much. Even if you go to the outskirts of uh, Chicago, 
you're going to see very, very few, more and more. More and more, you're going to see less and less blacks. That's just how it works. But a lot of people don't travel, obviously. You have the Mason-Dixon line. Um, they don't travel, so you assume that it's like that, but it's no. Even in the Northeast, I've been to every state in the Northeast <laughs> right here. Yep, and Nevada, only Clark County has blacks. That's the only place. Reno, sparse. And really, um, in the Clark County, Nevada, it's really North Las Vegas. It's really North Las Vegas and a little bit of um, downtown area, but it's going to be mostly Latinos and whites and Asians. It is. But um, a lot of people don't, a lot of people aren't aware of that. You guys think you're everywhere. Really, it's not. Trust me, I've been, lived in many of these states. It's quite different experience. Anyway, <laughs> it's quite different experience. He said, they never been off the porch for real. And I could judge by that a couple of guys here. They really don't have a clue. There's another form of this map that really shows it. And it's, 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 it's insane if I can show it. Let me see. Was this a current map? Let me see what year was this. Let's see what year was this. All right, this, this map really shows it. You, you want to see the map that really shows it? I believe it right here. Let's see here. This map really shows it. Take a look at this map. And this, is, this will really give you an indication of what's going on. So the, the dark green, the, the greenish dots, there's green, yellow, and going into white. The green is where most African-Americans are. <laughs> right there, the dark green. And the dark green and the lighter green, that's where the black people are. That's where, let me give you the numbers here. 80 to, 80% or more is dark, dark green. 50% or more, 50 to 80% is greenish. Then light green, 35 to 50%. And 20 to 35% of the area, light green, are where, the black, where black people are. Then when you get to almost uh, puke yellow, to yellow, we're talking about 10 to 20%. 10 to 20%. When you get to yellow, it's 5 to 10%. So that's, you see where California, where it's yellow, 5 to 10%. 5 to 10%. And then really 2 to 5% is going to be where it's going to be white and less than 2%. So that's where black people are. He says, stay away from the green areas. <laughs> stay away from the green areas. There's not, when you consider the entire map, we're not as deep as you think. We're not as deep as you think. You guys think you're there and it's a lot. But no, it's, trust me, I've been in all of these areas. It's not that heavy. Not to say that, that you should be considered less, but that's 14% of the population. I think that number is high. That number is high. But man, we not as, we're not as deep as you think we are. Even in the Midwest, take a look. Do they have Kilwaukee up there? Chicago, Gary, Indiana's highlighted, Indianapolis, Detroit. But once you start seeing here, once it starts getting in the light green, it's 10 to 20% in that area. Wow. Guys, people, some people don't have no clue. They've never been off the porch, never seen it, but a lot of people think that there's a lot of blacks in this country. I'm here to tell you there's not. Not numerically, no. Not comparatively, but we have to understand that. In order to, when you start asking for things and how come they ain't thinking about us? I'm like, small percentage. So you got to make your impact felt in other ways. This should help your mindset. I'm not trying to put you down. 
it should help your mindset. But some people are still going to be in inferiority complex. You know? Worldwide, blacks are a lot more. Exactly. So consider where you are. <laughs> consider where you are. You're in the United States. Anyway. You're in the United States. All right, anyway. But I can get it. If you grew up in Alabama, you think you think it's opposite. Shout out to our brother, brother, Willie Cameron. Appreciate you for being here. Willie Cameron, thank you for hitting that cash app. And William says the barbarian is at the gate. William said the barbarian is at the gate. It is bad. It is bad. Somebody said the West Coast, no green. I mean, again, the, the West Coast, trust me, I lived up and down the West Coast. I lived in Northern California, Southern California. Black people are in like one location. Like if you want to talk about where you feel, if I went outside and I would see four out of 10 black people, if I were to go outside in, in, the, on, in, in California, if I were to go outside in California where I wouldn't want to see four out of 10 people be black, you know how many areas there would be? There would only be two areas in the entire state where that would be, where that would exist. And that area is not big. It's very small. We're talking about South Los Angeles, what they would call South Central. That would be one. And then the other area would be um, possibly Inglewood, but even that's changing. And then I would have to go up to like Oakland. Right? So you're talking about Compton, South Bay, South, South Los Angeles. But even then, you're talking about Mexicans. <laughs> There's still going to be the majority of people that are going to be Mexican. It's going to be like, Four black people, it's going to be like three black people out of ten, and five going to be Mexican, and two going to be white. Maybe one Asian. I mean, there's, people have no clue. There's, they're, not as, there's not, they're not as deep. So look, even Los Angeles, Southern California, not that many. Los Angeles. Then you go up to Northern California, Oakland, Richmond, Hayward. Yeah, you'll see primarily four out of ten, five out of ten. You go to Orange County, it's zero out of 10 on a regular day. But, but yeah, it's not as thick as you think. It's not as thick as you think. Especially when you talk about Latinos. You're going to see mostly Mexicans. <laughs> Shout out to my Latinos out there. They everywhere. They everywhere. They thick. Anyway, and the women thick too. He says, I've looked at the Asian map. All right, what are we doing here? Let me check these things out. But yeah, I would say travel more. Don't read Pew Report. Pew Report ain't going to tell you. Now, you might misinterpret it, but there's no majority. The majority's in the South. Southern. Southern. Uh, shout out to Newski says, baby mama broke up with me. Now I can live out of my 18-wheeler, pay off all of my debt, and invest for a couple of years. I will have my son on the weekend. Monk mode is the way to go. Monk mode is the way to go. Shout out to you. Congratulations for breaking up. I don't know what to tell you. Shout out to Ricky Reynolds says, I got you, coach. He says, the insights you offer on top of busting me up. 
I'm glad to throw you a little respect your way. Shout out to you and take out Thursday is never free. Teach on brother. Shout out to you. And that's a, we'll give you a co-sponsorship. Shout out to you. I'm Indeed. Indeed. Catfish Tell says I lived in Orange County for two years. I swear I was the only one there. In most days, you'll be the only one you'll see. You'll be the only one people will see all day long. Um, and they don't bother you neither. <laughs> they don't bother you. We got U.S. Army retired with the Internet and social media. It is very rare to have a monogamous relationship in today's society. Women have yard men, mechanics, lunch date guys, car wash dudes, work husbands, at least 10 beta male orbiters in their phone all day long. All day, all day long. It's hard to be monogamous today. I, I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't even try it. I wouldn't even try it with the American woman at all. Obi Trice says, Coach, fellas, the gym, the gyms are getting very frustrated with the attention seekers. He says they spent five minutes sitting on the machines doing lightweights and 20 minutes scrolling their phone. That's because they don't understand gym etiquette. Women on TikTok that self-diagnose themselves, companies and HR reps, sees this and then wonder why they are getting fired and won't get hired. 100%. Uh, gym etiquette is a thing, and a lot of people remember um, I worked in gyms for 10 years consecutively. A lot of women don't understand that there's an etiquette to the gym, and some of it is written rules, some of it is unwritten, but a lot of women don't understand the etiquette, so then they make up their own rules, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to sit in the, sit on the machine. I'm using this. Uh, don't walk in front of my camera. You see I'm filming, and you're like, that's weird. It's weird, man. And I do see people who are inexperienced in the gym or maybe they're just aging into adulthood. You know, they start doing things that are very much things that'll get you knocked out or get you a bad reputation. And women are the biggest violators of this, in fact. Uh, and we've been trying to tell you, but of course, the simps are like, man, why are you complaining? But when they come in dressed a certain way and they, you know what they're doing and they're stretching and they're getting attention, um, the simps were the ones that told us to not complain. Oh, you must be gay. You must not like it. And then later on, guess what? They start acting a monkey. It was, but now remember, I did a video called Gym Thoughts in 2018, 2019. It went big time. It went and I had like 500,000 views. I had to delete it. I had like 500,000 views. But what, what happened was, what happened was the gym thoughts were being gym thoughts before TikTok. Remember, this was before TikTok was big. This is before Instagram was doing what it was doing. So this is before people set up tripods in their gym. So the gym thoughts were doing this and get, and stretching and wearing ridiculous outfits and getting kicked out and going on Yahoo claiming to be the victim. Back then, they weren't recording themselves. Now they're recording themselves for their audience, and they're acting like you're in their way. That's where it is. That was your first video? Yeah, the Gym Thoughts video. All right. Um, now, they're, now they've taken over with these recordings. Mad that you in the video. And then they record you to wait for you to be in the video so they can, scri- so they can scroll in and look at you catching up that, catching, taking a look at that ass. It's the simp's fault. It's the simp's fault because they didn't check the shit early enough. JCSD, I heard you say it was dry out here, coach. He says, I'm going to make it wet. Pause. 
making it rain. Spark Water says, just showing support to the show and salute to the coach of the coach gang. Free agent lifestyle for life. DG Seymour says, Latinos for CGA. Much respect. Shout out to you. Viva la raza. Shout out to my brothers there, man. Mr. Apple says, it's Black History Month. MLK died so I can clap some linglings and flatbacks. He did. Thank you, MLK. That was his dream. Smith and Weston says, I'm from Pueblo, Colorado, and it has 3,000 of us. I moved, he says, from Orlando, and it's millions of blacks now. I'm in flatback heaven. You're in Pueblo now. You're from Pueblo, and you moved to Orlando. Okay, so there you go right there. Pueblo, Colorado, small percentage of blacks there, too. I've been there as well. And um, I call that northern New Mexico. (laughs) Pueblo is northern New Mexico to me. It's not really the feel and vibe of Colorado, but I'll give it to him. Pueblo doesn't have a big population, but now he's in Orlando and he's seeing them crystal methanies out there, them tilted kilt. He's seeing them girls from Hooters. He's seeing the girls. Orlando is a flatback haven over there. Shout out to everybody at the University of Central Florida. That's a flatback Supreme College. It's hard to pull them, though, if you're a ninja. I mean, you can, because they still got a lot more minorities there. But University of Central Florida, one of the largest universities in America, I believe they have over 64,000 students. But it's not like, you know what I mean? You know, you're going to have some competition. They got lots of flatbacks out there in Orlando. Yeah. Twin Peak ass girls, you know what I mean? It's or it's University of Central Florida is Arizona State light. JC says, "What's the beak snows lady again?" Asking for Mister Albert, and that's why we're gonna take you to the next story here. Do me a favor, do me a favor, hit that like button. Give me a second here. I gotta take a small, small break. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which means, you know, a man who... This is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's go. All right, man. Hey, man, hit that like button. You know, one of the things as a social media content creator, especially in the manosphere that I'm conscious of, is this. And it is that we do have men like uh, Mr. Albert or JC. These guys um, are young men who are definitely young, energetic men with full of testosterone and horniness. Sometimes when we talk about women on this show, we might highlight an Instagram personality. We might highlight somebody like that, an OnlyFans girl, a scripper or something like that. And because 
men are interested in women, it is only natural for some men to gonna want to see more of a woman. And this happens. I'm very conscious of this. This is why sometimes I go out of my way to not show you who the woman is. I don't want to make the woman the story. So if I do use their Instagram portfolio, it will be something like this. Let me see if I can give you an example of what I'll do. I'll give you an example with this. For example, if I show an Instagram post or a, or a TikTok or a YouTube, I'll typically purposely scroll in so that you cannot see easily the link. Okay, sometimes I can't do it because the link will be on the page or the video. You might see a comment. I know people are paying attention to this, but I'll I'll purposely not promote the content creator, especially if it's a woman. Now, if it's a content creator in the space that's known, I'll give them a shout out, but I'll purposely do it that way. That is because a lot of people will watch the video and then they'll go look for the link and then they'll go through, they'll go through a rabbit hole. Many of these men will support the other person and not support me. They won't send me any support, but they'll go and subscribe and go to their Instagram and subscribe to their free con- their content. And then they'll even send me stuff. Hey, look, I, I found the girl you were talking about. Now, this has been one of the things that has been blamed on other podcasts. Fresh and Fit has been uh, um, accused of doing this, or at least their audience members have been accused of doing this where the young men are watching the show and then they're watching the girls, the girls tell them what their Instagram is. And then the guys will talk shit and send super chats and they'll laugh at the girls and they'll call them delusional and dumb and dim with it. But then the major a portion of their audience will go subscribe to the girls. A portion of their audience will go subscribe to the girls. So as a content creator, I'm conscious of this. So if I share a video, even on my Twitter, I know that my audience, portion of my audience is going to go over to the girl. They'll support the girl faster than they'll support me. And I'm like, this is weird. It's weird. Now, this woman here, as we talk about the gender gap of Gen Z, we'll talk about what that is. This woman here credits Andrew Tate. Credits Andrew Tate for an increase in her subscription on OnlyFans. Right? So this woman I've even featured on my show as this is the woman that says she had a 300 body count last year and she's going to be going on 356. But it says Andrew's Tate after all it says right here, woman who slept with 300 people in one year. thanks Andrew Tate after he slammed her behavior. What happened? A woman who slept with 300 men in just one year has thanked Andrew Tate for giving her a shout out and well I'm not going to say her name has attracted a lot of headlines for her jaw dropping body count in 365 days she said her year of fun was empowering and she felt fantastic however not everyone appreciated her sexual choice the New York Post uploaded an article of night to their Twitter X account which caught the attention of Tate there's the post right there Tate replied haram Now, you know, Tate's audience is very, very large, pause, so that what he did inadvertently by sharing this, he shared this with the majority of men aged 13 
to 50. <laughs> 13 to 50. And now as a result, let's read it. He retweeted the story and simply wrote haram, which means forbidden in Islamic law. Tape post has been seen by nearly 5 million accounts, which is more than half of Tate's entire following on Twitter. That tends to happen. Because what will happen is the people will comment and say, oh, that dirty slut. Oh, that whore, that chameleon. But what they don't know is that is going to, because of the reaction, is going to send it out to more people. It says that has clearly resulted in a lot of people flocking to Anne, Annie, well, I'll just call her Annie's social media pages to see what her story is all about. It also led to many subscribing to her OnlyFans. The Australian woman has posted a video to TikTok, which she has thanked Tate for all the extra eyeballs on her. Andrew Tate reposted me on his Twitter, and I've made $56,000 this week because of him. She said, this is an incredible sum of money in just one week. Knight also posted another video to prove her haters wrong. Some people in the comment section were doubting how much money she had been making from OnlyFans. She revealed in a screenshot of her accounts that she made a cool Australian $160,000 in just one month. Now, I've been warning of this because a lot of people think, nah, she ain't making that money. And I'm like, yeah, they do. You, you guys don't know what social media is. Social media, people are banking a bag. But the sad part is, as we talk about these stories, I'm over here demonetized. I don't have this, but a portion of my audience is going boom. You guys go over there. You guys want to know the name. You guys, I, I remember, I remember I had a post up and, you know, I intentionally do this. As I showed you here, like I'll intentionally say, for instance, this post right here, I'll intentionally scroll in like this. So I don't want to make the post about the, the content creator. If it's a woman that I know you guys will send. And I've seen people even say in the comments, scroll out coach. Hey, coach, scroll out, scroll, scroll out. So I can see what they want me to do is scroll out so they can see who the content creator is. And then go over to their page. I'm aware of this. I'm aware that it happens on Fresh and Fit. I'm aware that it happens on other male podcasts when they have women on. I'm even aware that these male podcasts that have the women on basically double dipping sometimes. And they're actually doing OnlyFans promotion. And they're taking a portion of whatever these girls are making. So what the men want me to do is scroll out so they can see who the content creator is. It's it's whack. It's whack. I have to, I have to, I'm very conscious of this. So when I don't share a person, the reason why is I know that men will go out of their way to find women. And I remember I had a, I remember when I first realized it, I had a, my first, one of my first Gordita that I had, it was a, it was a Latin, Latin, it was a, a Mexican woman, a, a, like a sexier, older Mexican woman, woman. Then I remember people were sending me more of her. Hey, here's more of her. Here's more. I found the woman. And I would be like, I'm not trying to find a woman. And people would then want me to post more of that woman. Or people would want to see more of that woman. Many times, then they would go investigate to go find a woman. Or they would see the link. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. So my audience is not supporting me. They're watching me. And then they run over. And I've even seen other 
Instagram pages do similar. I would do a part of my show. And of course, I'm not disrespecting them. You got to make your content. Then I would see them post relatively soon after react to my video on their YouTube, react to my their video or post it on their Instagram. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. But then I'm going, why am I promoting people? Why am I promoting people like that? Or there's power behind me playing videos. So this woman's actually describing this. And yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. She says, Knight said at the start of the year, she was earning around $30,000 a month, which is still unbelievably impressive. However, as her followers started to rise, she so did to her dollar signs. She's expecting to crack the $200,000 mark at the end of the year. I'm sorry, the end of the month. I'm sorry, I'm not reading right now. But um, there's an example right there. There's an example of the power of when we're trying to educate men, okay, right? When we're trying to educate men, what we inadvertently do, what we inadvertently do is we send these people subscribers. Yes. He said 30K a month. Yes. Dude, I mean, people are really shocked at the amount of money these OnlyFans girls are making. It's a short window, but yes. And of course, we're helping them. We're helping. We're helping that when you want me to talk, uh, you know, people, you, we're putting these women on their thumbnail, our thumbnails. We're putting them on their thumbnails and then we make 10 minute videos. Look at this ridiculous woman. And all we're doing is sending men over there. All we're doing, you, we react to them on Twitter. We put some on Twitter. Look at this crazy bitch. And then boom, we send them over there. See what I mean? She literally spit in Andrew Tate's face and said, thanks for sending me the extra $26,000. I made an extra $26,000 by you posting this and getting 5 million eyes on my thing. And yes, guys, people don't realize the reach that these people have. So I am, I am one of these people that realize this. I'm very careful of how, how I share people on here. I know I do this all the time, and I have things that are funny. Even that young lady that wants to be choked and dominated, I make sure, you know, and I even see people. Who is her name? What is her name? What's her at? And I'm like, I'm not here to promote them. I'm giving them free publicity as it is. And uh, then people do do their extra research. I, I'm aware of it. I can't control it. I can't stop it. Neither can other these podcasts. They got to have the girls on. But part of the attraction for the girls to be on the show, even though they're getting degraded for a good three-hour podcast, they know in the back of their mind they're going to get guys in there. I was on Fresh and Fit show twice. And I, I knew the girls. The girls would show me that how many people jumped in their DMs after the show. They, shoot, they showed me. And I saw it. They DMs went crazy. And it was dudes asking them to get flown out. Dudes asking them for dates. Some dudes disrespecting. Their likes went up an extra thousand people. If they had OnlyFans, a lot of them left with a couple of extra dollars after the appearance. They got extra subs. I saw it with my own damn eyes. And it made me walk away 
uh, from my experience on that podcast. I love those guys, man. I don't have any disrespect for words for them. But it made me look at it and say, hmm, this is interesting, right? This is interesting. This is an interesting business model. And then it turned into I've heard another variation of this podcast is actually pimping the girls more or less. Meaning that they'll charge men who want to be on the show. They'll charge them. And they're essentially, I don't know, potentially double dipping and getting a cut of money and shit like this. And you go, wow, these, this is supposed to be a space where we're united as a cause of men. But, of course, men are in the shadows. And they're actually, you know, using their horniness to go over there and support the women. Somebody says, I don't see a big deal. If you're using their content, I don't see the big deal. If you're using their content, I think you're lost. <laughs> I see the big deal. I'm giving them free promotion. <laughs> That's the big deal. You know, I see the big deal is I didn't see your super chat over on my show, but if I'm seeing that a portion of my audience is me giving free advertising to women, I see a problem with that. I see a major problem with that. I see, I see a major problem with that. I see that. What the fuck am I doing? Why would I do that? You might not see a problem with it, but I'm like, I see a problem with it. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> I'm just going to give bitches free advertisement while y'all over here uh, talking shit in the chat. And then half of my audience members done subscribe to their OnlyFans. <laughs> the fuck? That's a huge problem for me. I ain't here to promote no women. I ain't getting no kickback from them. That's a major problem for me. <laughs> anyway, the hell? I ain't here to advertise for a woman I ain't getting no kickback from. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, and I would see that as a huge problem for over there. Man, yes, do, sir. I ain't getting no kickbacks. If I'm getting kickbacks, we could talk. But it don't make no sense for me to go over here and then say, I think the guys will enjoy me breaking down this weird Instagram woman. And then the after effect is that 10% of my audience subscribed to her channel and followed her. And I didn't get a damn thing. I don't even get the playback money. I don't, I'm not even monetized. That's a major problem. <laughs> anyway, that's wild as fuck to me. So anyway, <laughs> here we go right here. Anyway. But the story now is this, the reason why we have Myron Pearl and Andrew Tate on the thumbnail is this, the Gen Z gender gap is widening, something I talked about the other day, and the influence of Manosphere podcasters can't be ignored, and there you go right there, one Pearl Davis, one Andrew Tate, and they're the two influence, uh, influential figures, figures in the so-called Manosphere and they left their links as well. <laughs> here we go right here. And it says right here, there's an ideology, ideological gap. Sorry. There's an ideological gap widening between Gen Z young men and women. Figures in the manosphere preaching anti-feminist messages cannot be ignored. Extreme ideas have been around for decades, but the internet platformed them on a larger scale. Okay, so this is why, this is what we're seeing here. And this is an election year. This is an election year. So what you're going to see now is the, 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 the conversation about 
um, the conversation about idea, I, I can't even say it, about ideals and philosophies and what we should do is going to heat up. This is where you're going to see people banned in the platform that people start paying attention. And now they're trying to point to who's the problem here. This article is now blaming the manosphere for the fact that men are trending, young men and Gen Z are trending more conservative. And it says right here, Gen Z are increasingly getting further apart in their ideological opinions. Polls keep showing. While women age 18 to 29 have gotten more liberal in their beliefs every year, young men haven't and are less likely to care about political issues or participate in protests. According to an analyst by Daniel Cox, the director of the Survey Center of American Life. All right, so the men are becoming to be less involved in political issues and participate in protests. But the women are protesting. Why? Well, yeah, we got it. Half of young men also believe they face some kind of discrimination and less than half identify as feminists. What? 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 Less than half. Why would a young man identify as a feminist? So you're blaming, they're going to blame the manosphere for young men not identifying as a feminist. Wow. Only half support the Me Too movement compared to nearly three quarters of women. Sharing the data, journalist and lawyer Amani Gandhi commented on the pattern saying, quote, YouTube algorithms are turning young men into sociopaths. She might have a point. All right, so guys, here we go. This is where it starts. Just know this is a political year. The eyes and ears, the eyes are watching, the ears are burning. If they don't get their way politically, here we go. They're going to have to say, blame somebody. Or at this point, they're going to blame the manosphere. When you see these articles start to pop up, the heat is on. You see this? The agenda is on. Yes, who wrote this? <laughs> who wrote this? This is wild to me. So now, because we are not fit, men don't identify as feminists, men don't support the Me Too movement, you're a sociopath. This is freaking wild. And then she says she might have a point. While the political landscape, former President Trump, and Trump is going to start making way. The only thing that's going to save Biden, and you heard it here first, is World War III. And I said this about last year. If World War III is on and popping, Biden stays in the office. Trump is almost scheduled to win by a landslide at this point. This is getting people to be very, if you're a liberal, you're getting very, very antsy. You're going to need an answer. You're going to need Gavin Newsom. I said that last year. Gavin Newsom going to get thrown in there. They're talking about Michelle Obama. They need World War II to save Biden's ass. If they feel like Biden's going to get trounced and he's scheduled to get trounced, they're going to need somebody to pay for it. And somebody has to take the L. This is going to be many people in this space, unfortunately. And then that's what's going to (laughs) happen. All right. It says right here, while the political landscape, former President Trump and the worldwide campaign against sexual abuse and harassment have all been cited as contributors to this trend. Another factor cannot be ignored. Manosphere podcasters. There's the young woman's here. 
angry black lady at angry black lady. Don't go to her page. But there it is right there. YouTube algorithm are turning young men into sociopaths. It says right here, a wide ideology gap is opening up between young men and women in countries across the world. So South Korea, as you can see, the down arrow blue is a man. And that tends to say if you're less liberal or more liberal and so forth. Uh, the gap between conservative and liberal, I don't know why they have it in the red and the blue. It should be probably um, opposite. But the gap there here in the U.S. is widening here. As you can see, women are trending to be more liberal. They should have put this the opposite colors to make it even more powerful here, but they didn't. For America, it, it would have made more sense. But as you can see here, the up arrow here is the red for women. I see why they did red and blue because male and female. Okay. But the up arrow represents more liberal. Women are going super liberal. And men are trending to be more conservative. They're going down in this chart, more conservative. And as you can see, South Korea, big gap widening there. UK, more liberal on the men's side and so forth. Now, it's interesting that they say, oh, you can't see it. <laughs> well, I was in my, I was in my zone. I was in the zone. Well. <laughs> Here we go. I'll show it again. You see with your ears. Imagine the people who only listen to the podcast audio. Here it is right here. So there you see it right there. There's the red. There's the line right there. Now imagine what I said. All right, here we go right here. There's the U.S. The red arrow is women, female. They're trending up in liberal ideology. You see plus lib right there going up. The men are trending down in the blue arrow. The gap is winding. They're calling this the gender gap, the gender ideological gap. So men are being less feminine. I'm sorry, less feminism, less, you know, prone to deal with women's issues. This is 18 to 29. See there? See there? And this person then said the an ideological divide is emerging between young men and women in many countries around the world. I think this is one of the most important social trends unfolding today and provides the answer to several puzzles. Now, this also has been represented. This also been represented when they say at Taylor Swift, one-fifth of all people who are voting age are going to be swayed depending on where Taylor Swift's vote lands. Wherever she pushes, whoever she endorses, one-fifth of that voting populace will be in that age group, 18 to 39, will vote just simply on how she votes. This is going to be problematic as we get closer to the election. They're going to find someone to blame. Unfortunately, we already know one of the targets is going to be anyone Manosphere adjacent. So even if you're somebody that says, well, I'm not red pill no more. I'm not Manosphere no more. Even if you try to pivot, if you're in the algorithm, you're going to be the target. You're going to be the reason why they didn't get the vote the way they wanted to get the vote. Why they are a elector, the person who they want to elect is losing. Then they're going to start with the platform, the censor, censor, new, all of that new, shit. New, new world order. Remind, I, I don't tell I didn't remind you. Now, funny enough in this, let me go ahead and scroll down. It says right here, 
the gap is widening right here. There's a gap. There's a divide emerging right here. You know what else is widening? <laughs> you know what else is widening? The gap between women's legs. That's what's widening too. As you can see throughout the years, this gender divide right here, the gap between sexually active men and women certainly is widening, but they forgot to mention that. They didn't mention that shit. They wanted to mention the Manosphere podcast, but that gap is widening too. You know what other gap is widening? Let's go ahead and let you remind Let me remind you. The, get, the gender pay gap of OnlyFans girls. That gap is widening. Uh, the amount of girls on OnlyFans. What liberal gap is that? What liberal gap would that be? Women making thirty to $56,000 in a week. Just based on a Manosphere podcast um, uh, promoting her. What gap is that? That's a massive gap. They didn't mention that gap either. Right? How about that gap? How about the gap in between? Let me let me show you this. Let me show you this. Yeah, the male-female sex drive gap. <laughs> Where all the women out here, the majority of women are out here between 18 and 30 fucking, and then and then only two-thirds of men getting any punani. Where that gap at? That gap wasn't mentioned. What about the low testosterone gap? What about the gap in men and testosterone? Oh, they didn't mention that gap either. There's a gap right there. The low testosterone epidemic. What, where's that gap at? Nobody worrying about them from generation to generation. Most of these Gen Z and Gen Alpha boys walking on their tippy toes. What about this gap? The men painting their nail gap. <laughs> we have top basketball athletes athletes out here painting their fingernails of course we're the enemy of course it's the manosphere turning you men into sociopaths and these men are protected as they're painting their fingernails not only that the number one draft pick in the next nfl football draft is going to be a nail painting guy one of the most highest brightest prospects in college basketball right now what about this gap Nah, y'all don't want to talk about that. Yeah, because we're what are we here? What about the gap in mental health between men and women age 18 to 30? Where's that woman at? This girl right here. This gap. The four personality gap. How about that gap? Nothing? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no gap. We got a zesty gap. We got ninjas wearing sports bras gap. Ninjas painting fingernails. Women become a promiscuous gap. We got the gap in mental health. We got the gap in between OnlyFans legs. We got this gap happening. We got the gap between income, women earning money by being 304s. That gap is crazy. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. That, that gap, nothing, nothing. Caleb Williams, number one draft pick, manicure gap. Hey, man. <laughs> But nah, Manosphere, you see where the heat's coming from. It says right here, what is the Manosphere? Okay, there says date back to 2013, the idea of the red pill started circulating on Reddit and forums. It encompasses the philosophy that women had it easy and it has men and it was men who were suffering as a result of feminism. It argued that women chose who they slept with and thus held all the power in society. Since then, incel or involuntary incel 
and celibate, involuntarily celibate, culture has bubbled away behind the screens, forming a niche. But strong community of men who feel women not being attracted to them is the cause of many of their issues in society. So we're that that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Okay, it says right here. They talked about it right here. Podcasts specifically tailored to men covering some of these manosphere's manosphere's ideal. Sorry for the reading. Have been cropping up all over the internet over the past couple of years and gained popularity. Some notable figures include Andrew Tate, a misogynist influencer, and they're talking about his history with crime and kickboxing. Pearl Davis, a woman who spouts many similar ideas to Tate's, including that women should not vote. And Myron Gaines, co-host of YouTube's Fresh and Fit. So these are the three they identified. They didn't talk about my black ass so good. (laughs) All right. They didn't talk about me. Gaines wrote, Why Women Deserve Less, a book in which he argues that modern women are unfairly benefiting from feminism at men's expense. It's a common theme on Fresh and Fit, which also features Gaines in Weeks, which is uh, fresh, shaming and objectifying a female guest. Objectifying a female guest. Are you serious? Objectifying a female guest. Object a guest that more than likely objectifies herself. I'm interested as to why men are being accused of at, at all of, of objectifying women. This is crazy at this point. Again, the gap is widening. You have OnlyFans women going crazy. The amount of OnlyFans women that's sitting in the last five years. And we're still talking about objectifying women. This can't be true. There's women bragging about making $50,000 in a week on OnlyFans. And she did. She showed us. There's women out here turning 18, making millions. She made $50 million in two years. And we're talking about objectifying women still. Still, there can't, this can't be true. We live in the twilight zone. Pearl Davis has made a name for herself by sharing her thoughts about modern society, including that it's a woman's fault if her male partner cheats, that men should be able to hit women back. (laughs) Wait, that men should be able to hit women back. You mean when a woman hits you? Okay, and that women don't deserve a man who makes six figures if they are obese. It says right here, their influence is greater than you think. So here you go. This is where you see the targeting. We need to stop this. This is essentially saying we need to stop this. They have big influence, meaning that they're going to they're gonna sway votes. They're going to bring in these Gen Z boys. Not fix the issues that Gen Z boys are addressing, right? Gen Z young men. Not say, you know, these OnlyFans girls are gotten out of control. Nothing. Promiscuity needs to stop. Nope. Nope. Don't address any of the concerns that are made. Simply just say they have great influence and they need to be stopped. Mm. Tate was who arguably was instrumental in this wave of anti-feminist creators becoming so popular. That's not true. (laughs) That's not true at all. Tate did build a large audience really relatively fast. But 
whatever. He said publicly, among other things, that women are a man's property and that those who have been great should bear responsibility. Now, let me just tell you, I'll be honest. I've been listening to much Andrew Tate, so I don't know what the hell he said. All right. The only thing I've been seeing to him is the clips that pretty much everybody have seen. But people don't believe me. I don't be watching a lot of these people. So it's not a disrespect. It's just that I don't have time to do it and digest it. So if he said that, I have no idea. I can't come to his defense on that. And neither do I. I I'm probably they're probably taking that out of context. Okay. His influence spread so far and wide that children as young as 11 look up to him as their God, see, and quote him in class, parents and teachers right here previously told that I prob- I've seen evidence of kids as young as that being aware of Andrew Tate. I don't know about him as a God, but yes, I've seen children as young as that becoming aware of Andrew Tate. That is true. And we've actually covered stories of teachers and schools reprogramming. They basically took reprogramming courses for young boys who've been exposed to Andrew Tate. Yeah, I've seen that too. I've reported on that. Kristen Stein, okay, she's a PhD candidate at the University of Chicago. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't it says, say that. Um, she's getting a degree, PhD in communication and media studies, focusing on women and race. Told Business Insider that anti-feminist ideas have been around for, as long, for a long time, but the internet has amplified them. Before, communities of like-minded people could come together and its reach would be limited. But now, since we have the internet, so y'all concerned about this now, but not OnlyFans? Y'all concerned about this, but OnlyFans is fine. (laughs) Right here. Where's your thesis on that? Where's your dissertation on this? I find this interesting. What about the internet reach of women and them cheating more and them getting flown out? Oh, there's no, there's nothing there. All right, you're worried about this community. But now since we have the internet, it's like, okay, you might have always felt like that, but now you have this giant platform, which basically it goes so pretty unregulated, she said. They can connect with one another to create a power in numbers type of thing. As the echo chamber forms, the views get more and more extreme without room for nuance. Quote, from someone, this is what, Mrs. Stein said, or Ms. Stein says, if you're a liberal, you're a wussy or things like that. Where do you get that? First of all, that might be true. Not only do you need to be conservative, but you need to be ultra masculine and perform in these ways and be this type of man. And if you're not, then it's a problem. And I ask, where's the problem? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Where is the problem? Men have been doing this for decades, centuries, and millennia. Promoting masculinity in tribes in order to protect, train, secure, provide all the things that masculinity has provided. Uh, You're taking things out of context about liberal, you're a wussy. However, that's probably not very extreme. And that being conservative and having family values and being ultra-masculine and performing duties of masculinity in order to protect and such, is this a problem? That's a problem. This is wild. And of course, this is on a mainstream platform. Let me see what platform this is. This is Microsoft's page. Microsoft Start. 
of course, my rebuttal, and it's on Business Insider. Where's my rebuttal? Will my rebuttal get published to this? Probably not. Probably not. This is where they get, it's toxic. Okay, what's behind the trend? Do I even want to read it? Okay, what's behind the trend? The genesis of the manosphere was based on fear, Stein said. Okay, Stein, let's go back. Stein is a PhD candidate from the, where's her picture at? And she's a PhD candidate in communication and and media studies. We're going to take Miss Stein's opinion on the manosphere. (sighs) My goodness. I can't wait. Let me take a drink. Yep, they're using buzzwords. This is just propaganda at this point. And we're taking Stein. Uh, Oddly enough, did they get a quote? They don't have a quote from Andrew Tate other than the quote they pulled up. They have a false quote from Andrew Tate, uh, simply on the conservative liberal thing. If you're a liberal, you're a pussy. Nobody said that. You said that. No quote from Tate. No quote from Pearl. No quote from Myron. Not one. They quoted them out of context. They attributed quotes to them, but not one quote. I can't wait to see if they reached out to these content creators. Content creators. Propaganda. This is not fair. This is not fair. This is not a fair way to uh, frame things. Because it's not giving any credence or credibility to the audience whatsoever. Because the audience, people have gotten good things out of, uh, out of listening to these podcasts. It says right here, the genesis of the manosphere was based on fear, Stein said, of how men wanted to maintain power and control in society when women's rights movements were on the up. Wow. The tactic was to enlist. Man, this is giving me a fever. This is giving me a fever. My head, I, my temperature's rising. Temperature's rising. The tactic was to enlist men into believing women were going to take over the world and leave them behind, meaning their rights should be stamped out, lest they get too big for their boots. Quote, from Stein. Women are going to rise up and women are going to take over everything. And feminism is awful and women hate us, Stein said. I think they frame it as a rhetorical fear tactic, too. He said, Coach, been trying to tell y'all. The manosphere has also exploded in tandem with traditional views about the roles of women and men in society. The binary of men being the breadwinner and women being the homemakers. While society has seen them become more fluid, while society has seen these become more fluid, meaning that women can be breadwinners or men and women's work, so society has advanced, the manosphere is advocating for a rigid return to the old-fashioned idea that men and women have their specific places. <laughs> All right, that's, that's where the threat is. Quote from Stein. 
It's like if you're not playing into these traditional gender norms and something's wrong with you. Okay, I misquoted that. It's like if you're not. Okay, I did read that right. I did read that right. If I'm around my bros, this is Miss Stein talking. If I'm around my bros and we're talking about this, even if I really like to do the cooking at home or maybe I want to be a stay-at-home dad, how much would I feel comfortable sharing this? Wow. So, wow. Guys, this is a woman quoting what men would say. If I'm around my bros and we're talking about this, even if I really do like to cook at home, or maybe I want to be a stay-at-home dad, how much would I feel comfortable sharing this? Social media algorithms reward extreme views because they get clicks, both from those who believe in what's being said and those criticizing it. The only answer to that, Stein said, is more diverse hiring and, quote, people who various with various worldviews in these spaces otherwise the divide is only likely to widen quote if you're being rewarded by the algorithm and by the platform you're creating on you're going to probably keep doing it she said the way it's designed wait the way it's designed is set up to polarize us more so shouldn't the platforms then be held accountable there's where the target is right there that's where the hit is. And trust me, these spaces have dealt with this before, meaning that when the media starts doing this, people start to suffer. Then the platforms, oh, you know what? We need to do, we do need to hold these people accountable. This is why I've always advocated against going to mainstream media, right? You know, people going on Dr. Phil, that the conversation should be here or other places where you can have some sort of control and have it be respected. The minute you start being trying to be a glory hound and you want to take the interviews with these people who do not intend to give you an, an opportunity to accurately present your side of the argument, they're only going to spin it. Then, then it, then they try to attack you in these type of ways. You see that is anybody, is anybody taking into account these young women here that are somewhat causing the problem in between you know, relationships by going on and say, I'm going to sleep with 300 men. No, they get promoted and then they brag and they say, hey, I made 56,000 in one week. Thank you, Andrew Tate. $56,000 for sure. Thank you for sharing it. And they say so empowering. Wow. We told you, we told you that this is going to be likely to happen. So be prepared throughout uh, this year, because there's going to be a lot of these type of articles coming out as they lose grip on their power position politically, mostly politically. They're seeing men go a certain way. We need to control these men and get us to think like us. Otherwise, then do we lose our grip on our power? Interesting, man. Yeah, she getting a Ph.D. and I guess her Ph.D. is going to be in the manosphere. Well, you already got a lot of things wrong about the manosphere or maybe you intentionally got them wrong. Some of these things are absolutely incorrect. Incorrect. Namely, I'm going to tell you where the statement was. I mean, you got a lot of things wrong. Even your own quoting of what men are quoting. The manosphere right here says, oh, the genesis of the manosphere was based in fear. Wrong. 
men wanted to maintain their power and control in society. No, um, as a matter of fact, the, the genesis of the manosphere, if you wanted to update your PhD, the genesis of the manosphere primarily existed around men's rights related to custody and divorce. That's where the genesis was. That's where the, that's where it came from. Then as a result, it spawned off a group of men that started to say, well, I'm not going to get married. In the middle of that, there were the men that were using game and dating tactics, which we call PUA pickup artists. So that was the genesis. Men's rights advocates, who were the men who wanted to highlight the inequalities, the inequities in the family court system, and typically the second wives, who were trying to take shots at the first wives from taking away the income of their new husbands. That's where the genesis was, the MRAs. Then, as a result, it spawned off another group of men that were in between, which would then become the MGTOWs down the line. But they were looking at the MRAs like, I ain't getting married. So MRA started to highlight the bullshit of the marriage laws. Then the pickup artists got kind of thrown in there, and they kind of rolled the red pill. Okay, guys, you're having trouble with women. This is how you get women. And then they started to sell guys courses. MGTOWs then spawned out of them. Because those men tried to do pickup artistry and it didn't work. And then those men started to attack the PUAs, the MGTOWs. Okay. So that's where the genesis was. That's where it came from. It had nothing to do with hate and power grip on women and society. It started right there. It started there. That's generally where you can get the start, Mrs. Uh, Stein, when you do your reporting. Okay, so I came along right in that genesis, right where the MRAs, I started to hear about that. Then I started to pick it up right before the development and the naming of MGTOW. I started to pick it up as the PUAs in the MGTOWs. I started to shift towards where the MGTOWs were because I'm like, I don't want to get married again. Okay, I'm not trying to learn how to get women from these goofy ass ninjas, right, that I know ain't getting no broads. So I didn't go lean on the MR, uh, the pickup artist side, neither of neither of that. So that's where it that's where the modern manosphere started. It really started before that with some men that's uh, you know you got the Tom Likuses and the um you know the people before that um I can't Mark Mark Rudolph, Patrice O'Neill had an influence. People that were mainstream trying to leak these opinions in. So it really started before that. But if you want to talk about the current edition of the manosphere that's where it started with the mras men who were married got divorced and then they got dumped on their head and then they got roasted in the family court by ridiculous child support and alimony that's where it started and many of the there were women in the mras most of them married to these men that's where it started this is ridiculous though anyway And there were men even before these men, Tom, like even before Tom Likas. So anyway, I hope that helps. I hope that helps your term paper for this quarter as you put this propaganda out that is somewhat ridiculous. Way off base. And oh, it's not going to stop growing at, at all. Let me get to these super chats. Let's see here. Did I give acknowledgement? Shout out to JC. Okay, Catfish Tail says, you can do bad by yourself. I'm going to do good by myself. Indeed. 
Street Fighter with the sponsorship. You hear? He said, Coach, I just got an email that I got a promotion position that I recently applied for. Three promotions in three years. Exactly the amount of time I've been watching you. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you, man. Wow, I love it. I love it. My brother's here, man. When you focus, man, you can get shit done. Toussaint says, Coach, got a lesson plan tonight. (laughs) All right. All right, I got a lesson plan tonight. He says, uh, uh, I just want to be richer, LLC. Shout out to the GOAT. Here's a few pennies of appreciation. I appreciate it. all of it. I appreciate all of it. Isaiah Threats or Threats says, Coach, to be fair, some of the red pill viewpoints do contradict themselves. This is true. We can't shame women for being hoes while also promoting men have multiple wives or multiple women. Fresh and Fit do this a lot on the podcast. And I think I've done a show. I think I did a show this year. No, it wasn't this year. I want to say it was in the last two months or three months where I did challenge some of these contradictions. And I don't know if you guys remember the show. But I think it was in the last two months that I did that show where I said, hey, listen, I'm going to challenge. I don't remember what I called it, but I'm going to challenge some of these things in which it, you know, there's always going to be contradictions in anything. And I'm willing to admit it. Some people aren't willing to admit it. And um, I'm willing to admit it even when I'm contradictory because I'm certainly contradictory. Yeah, somebody says coach has. I've, I've admitted these things. I've admitted even the even saying that um 304s what did i say we need 304s in the ecosystem <laughs> right i do challenge i do do this even the the point of the junior college i mean i i do highlight where there's some sort of contradictions right um and i do say hey i embrace them fucking contradictions but it is somebody said november somebody think about where what the title of that stream was and i say well we can't have it this way and that way but it doesn't mean i'm taking shots at anybody's position if you were going to create hoes we certainly can't complain about hoes we certainly can make use of hoes but i think where where we can bridge the gap on a contradiction like that is saying you simply say you simply say you can't turn hoes into housewife that's where you bridge the gap that's where you bridge the gap on the contradiction right so you say hey we're having fun with these hoes and then when you say oh these hoes out here want to get married that's weird well Yes, you can criticize them if they want to go from hoe to housewife. You bridge the gap. You say, I'll, touch, I'll, I'll put hands on hips, but I'm not going to make you a wife. That's how you bridge the gap. <laughs> yeah, we can make, we can, we can, uh, we, you, you can also bridge the gap to say, I don't, I'm not creating the hoes. 304s are creating themselves. 304s are marketplace. 304s are part of the ecosystem. That's how I bridge the gap, meaning that I ain't saving these hoes. That's how you bridge the gap. These hoes going to be hoes whether I stop them or not. These hoes don't want to be saved. That's how you bridge the gap of the contradiction. Hey, the hoes want to be, hey, you got to let a hoe be a hoe. Let 304s be 304s. That's how you bridge the gap. So that way I can judge them. And then when they want to cross the market or cross the picket line and be in housewives and marry them, I literally say, hey. Hoes got to be a part of the ecosystem. I don't criticize hoes. I'm not trying to change hoes. I'm not trying to cover these hoes up. <laughs> some guys say, some guys say, 
you're trying to turn you're trying to warn the hoes to not be hoes. See that that would be a contradiction. And then at the same time, clap these hoes cheeks. That would be a contradiction. I don't contradict. I say, man, you can't save these hoes. <laughs> All right. And they are part of the ecosystem. We need them. Just like we need burger flippers and we need ninjas that drop fries. At the same time, I'm motivating you to start your own business and be a six-figure earner and be that ninja and live the free agent lifestyle. If you want to drop fries, drop fries. I ain't going to save you. <laughs> Some of y'all ninjas want to stop fry, drop fries for your life. Some of y'all ninjas want to mop floors. Okay, well, listen, we need ninjas to drop fries and mop floors. So if I'm giving you a message to be more prosperous and you say, fuck that, coach. I, I don't see the point. I want to go over here and mop floors. Okay. I can't save you ninjas. Mop floors then. <laughs> and marry these hoes at the same time. Do what you want. That ain't no contradiction. <laughs> I can't save you, you Mitch-ass ninja. Go ahead and mop floors your life, ninja. And marry these big old, big old uh, overweight women. Have at it. I don't try to change your mind. <laughs> we need you, ninjas. We need you. And just like we need these hoes, we need you. <laughs> anyway. So there's the contradiction right here. That, there ain't no contradiction. <laughs> I think I, did I clear that up? I think I cleared that up. Uh, Moxa says, I think OnlyFans is a way bigger issue than people realize. We basically legalize the uh, pimping. I think you left the letter, the pimping prostitution. I think we did. We inadvertently did by looking the other way. So if indeed there's a existence of OnlyFans, but of course, nobody's going to say this is a um, this is going to be a black eye on on relationships between men and women. That's wild. That's wild that they're just ignoring that. But these typical people, these people typically will say sex work is work. Okay. But it's odd that sex work is work, but we criticize men who partake in sex workers. Like, how is that possible? So people who participate are tricks and losers. But women who do it are empowered. Like, I, we're getting to the point where just acknowledging this on our side is is a threat to the system. I don't I, I think that's contradictory. So we're supposed to be liberal and we're also supposed to marry these hoes when they OnlyFans don't pop out. We're also supposed to marry them as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're also supposed to date them and 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 not consider this part of their history. And also, 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 when these women become victims of this 10 years down the line. When these women want to then paint it in the corner, paint themselves as being a victim, i.e. Cassie, we're supposed to believe this wasn't a full-on volunteer, a full-fledged volunteer, a full-fledged facilitator of the parties, a full-fledged woman that got dookied on and stayed and left and went back and stayed and left and went back and stayed and then left and then came out with her paw out and tried to extort Ninja the money a bad guy, by the way. We're supposed to, the, the OnlyFans girls, when this shit don't work out for them, and they're 35 and 40, they're going to start playing the victim. Mm. 
-hmm. You know what's coming. They're going to talk about their mental health, their trauma, how it didn't work out, how they went broke. They're going to start suing people. And then we're just going to be sitting up there like, oh. <laughs> when they was bragging, when they was bragging and calling us dusties and dirties. Okay. They were saying they, when they was bragging and everybody ignored it. But then when she becomes victimized, it's going to be sex trafficking. When they got sheeped on and nobody want to marry them. And they got doo-dooed on by Vince McMahon and then went to work the next day. I don't know. I don't know how we could continue to do this. I don't think these men are angels at all. I think, hey, man, these men are deviants. But you got doo-dooed on. You got doo-dooed on and then was still, according to the story, getting throttled with doo-doo on your face. I, I, hey, what you want me to do? <laughs> You took a dookie facial and was still getting your cheeks clapped. I'm reading the story like, I'm reading the story. Oh, the humanity. And then the next day you came to work. But I'm supposed to believe you a victim. <laughs> like, come on, man. All of y'all need to go to hell with this bullshit. <laughs> right? You took the Iron Sheik. And then now you want me to come over here and be sympathetic towards you. I'm like, man, I can't help you with this shit. Not only that, you signed a contract to get $3 million payment for getting doo-dooed on. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Jesus. You took a $3 million deal to keep quiet about getting doo-dooed on. What am I supposed to do with this information? <laughs> what? The chocolate rain. All right. Anyway. I'm not letting that shit slide. Come on, man. All of y'all is. <laughs> all of y'all are deviants. You chose this. You chose this life. This is the life you chose. And then I, I'm supposed to make y'all these horrible men and women. You're a horrible woman, too. Because I can't imagine getting doo-dooed on or anybody doo-dooing in the vicinity. <laughs> Sorry. I can't imagine anybody doo-dooing in the vicinity of me clapping cheeks. If anybody was to doo-doo in an area near, not even on, <laughs> if somebody said, let me doo-doo real quick, and you just like was in like within reach of me, and then came back to the party and said, let's keep it going. All of y'all need to be reported. Everybody in that room. Same thing with Amber Heard doo-dooing on Johnny Depp's bed. What's wrong with these people doo-dooing on each other? <laughs> but I'm supposed to real I'm supposed to make one person the victim in this situation. There ain't no way in hell. Everybody in there going to hell. All of them volunteered. This is crazy. Like, you got to be, you can't, what type of human being are you to be like, okay, this is okay. And you're a full-ass adult. <laughs> anyway, I don't, man, this is wild. Amber Heard doodling on somebody's pillow, and then he stick around. Anyway, 
All of y'all need help. All of y'all need help. Shout out to Sean. Hensley says, if women want to exchange exclusivity for exclusivity, then they need to accept 50-50. There are no contradictions. Yeah. It's kind of where we are right now. It's kind of where we are. Sam says, no marriage for me. I'm going on tours in Thailand and the Philippines. He says, once at, one after the other, I won't even ask their name or Nathan. These linglings want to get dominated, and I got the funds to do it. I got money. I wonder if, I wonder if, um, I wonder if they're going to, they didn't talk about the passport bros at all. Yeah, Sam, they didn't talk about the passport bros. Interesting. I was like, Emilio says, shout out to the skit. Your doom and gloom. He says, I don't pay. Not my girl. What's the solution? Just go to Colombia. Learn mouthpiece. You're scaring us. And now the move on ninjas who always derail the show. <laughs> yep, it's a skit. Shout out to all of y'all brothers, man, that, you know, because a lot of people, new people watch my show. And I get it. Everything's out of context. They act like I just popped up after Andrew Tate got popular. All right, it, that didn't happen. And I was there, bef- well, he was he was making videos before that, but he was never really, like, um, he. It, I, I honestly think Fresh and Fit made him as popular as he became. Like, he started, they started to share him, and then he started to f- figure out, oh, I can monetize this way bigger than it was. He had his academy before that. But Scoop says, morning show was fire, never stagnant. Thank you, coach. I keep it moving. Joshua Smith says, Coach Gang, we up and win and hold the line. Free agent lifestyle for life. And he says, oh, OnlyFans will be on your Pluto very soon, I saw. What is the hell is Pluto? Is that, is that that app that I see on my Apple TV? Oh, it is. It's a TV drop in and watch for free. So OnlyFans is going to be on Pluto? Oh, boy. All right, so it can be on your TV. We're going to watch Cheeks clap on OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans, <laughs> all right? I have an OnlyFans. I don't have nothing on it, but y'all can subscribe to the damn thing, all right? I don't know. It might be free right now. I have no idea. So OnlyFans is going to be on Pluto. Wow. All right, what are we doing here? Craig says, uh, Coach, wife seen W2, 120K, and drop that neck. No, <laughs> he says, hoping to break even with the U.S. With the what? Hoping to break even with the U.S. Give the buzzer. I'm not sure what that means. I. You see here, zero fallout. You can't turn a 304 into, you can't turn 304s into more 304s. Let me get it right. You can't turn 304s into more of a 304. He says, I see no contradictions. 304s was supposed to be the minority, not the majority. That, that's actually, this is, I'm glad you said it right here. We're, we're seeing in the culture where women are, have no, well, they do have a choice. But uh, even women will say there's no benefit to being a nice woman. There's no benefit. So they're all kind of turning into playing the line. The good girls are turning into bad girls. And then, but I think naturally that's what they, what they wanted to do. But then when they come out and victimize themselves or then they want to come back and be married, I don't see why they, they can do that. 
Jordan Royale says, men got tired of being effed over and wanted answers. Men came together, MGTOW PUAs, then it, it went to coach. And from coach's podcast, it says right here, coach coin 304. I actually probably made it a little more popular. It's been around for a while. And he says, and a lot of other keywords you hear these men's podcasts use. Indeed. Indeed. And they don't have time to credit me all the time. But yeah. Some people don't know that where these terms come from. But I think I actually popularized some phrases that people attribute to me. I just basically got it, popularized it. Some I brought back from the dead. Like I remember when I called uh, Salami Smuggler. Um, some of them were phrases that people had used, rappers had used in the past. 304 is one of those that rappers used in the 90s, in the late 80s. Uh, yeah, so I didn't create it, but, you know, meat, money, energy, attention, and time. Peace lead, monkey double backflip, junior college, JUCO. Some of those I originated just by being me, but yeah. We got Maryland guy. We got like three more or maybe a couple more. J-Flo says, you're in the zone, coach. This is the best-ish on this mf Shout out to you, coach gang. Alexander Ruffin says, just stop by to show my appreciation and shout out to the coach gang. We about to wrap it up. Thank you, brothers. Monkey double backflips, yeah. He says, best one-liners in the business. I will take credit for that. I definitely got, I definitely, I Pillsbury biscuit can, yeah, I, be, I definitely am going to take credit for bringing up and creating the best one-liners. All right, there's nobody in this better than me. Now, some people might be better content creators. I'll still argue that as well. Uh, but I definitely came up with more one-liners <laughs> right, than most people. Oxygen Thief, how many people that came up with Oxygen Thief? Yeah, man. Yeah, the clap, baloney pony, baloney pony. I think I claim up with that one, baloney pony. Boy, my dictionary is. My dictionary, sloppy yogurt. Oh, by the way, some coach gang members help with that too. Sloppy yogurt. I heard some, I saw somebody say that. An egg with legs. Keandre, Millie Mouth Muskrat. We even said that one guy, Millie Mouth Muskrat, definitely came up with that. Uh, Stock factory issued. <laughs> Stock factory issued. Underage, 21-year-old. Yeah, man, brothers. I, I need to get, we need to update my book. We need to update my book. Straggle. Yep, straggle and sniggle. Sniggles, straggles. Straggle daggles. I think somebody helped me with that one. I can't remember who it was. I think it was a podcaster, grown man, grown man business. I think he might have said that. But I think there was another girl that I was talking to. She even said that too. So straggle daggle. Uh, some of these are crazy. BMW, badly made woman. Yeah, brothers. <laughs> badly made woman. A BMW. We need to, we need to, um. Yeah, we need to, we need to definitely come up here. We need to hear. Yeah, Ling Ling. Anybody that says Ling Ling, that definitely came. Wow. Facade. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Flatback Supreme. Flatback, Flatback Supreme is definitely on me. I heard people call them long backs and long backed it. Even Lil Boosie came up in here. Yeah, flat back supreme for show. The nanny goat. Mm. Shout out to Maryland guy says you're right that Maryland is a southern state. Two very southern. He says 
two very southern foods, which is pit beef and snowballs, came from Maryland. Also, blue crabs are a southern delicacy. I've been in arguments with people about this. Yes. And if you've ever been to Maryland and uh, D.C., it feels like a southern area. And Virginia, for sure. If Virginia's in the south, Maryland certainly is in the south. Okay? Because Virginia feels very southern. Like, when you go to Richmond, it feels like a southern state. It doesn't feel like a northern state. To me, north is going to be um, Pennsylvania and up, I suppose. Delaware, maybe. That's going to be the north. Orgy? Cheese? Yeah. Oh, man. I got to, I got to, we got to do our dictionary. Chocolated skin? Yeah, man. God dang. <sighs> yeah, I... My dictionary is crazy. Statistics. Chairman Mo says these simps who want the names of these OnlyFans 304s are morons. Why would, the co- why would the coach promote them for free? What is wrong with you ninjas? You people want everything to and everybody to give you something for free. Seriously, you socialist cucks. Like, I don't know what that argument was. It was like, oh, what's the problem? Like, I see that as a major problem. Like, I want to cut it at. Um, Chairman Mo says, Bish Ninjas wanted Coach, Coach Alini to pimp for these OnlyFans 304s for free and get sperm bank material. What the F is wrong with you? There are plenty of crying on something, these simp brothers. He says, if you're horny, go find me, and I will teach you how to find OnlyFans prom or General Prawn on BT. I don't know what BT is, but he says, shaking my head. For real. For real. Somebody made a coach's dictionary. If you still listen to me, and you still have it, because it's somewhere in my email, and it's gone. So I don't know where it is, but please, if you do, and you want to update the dictionary, please do send it. Yeah, thotting and plotting, thotting and plotting, for sure. Thotting and plotting for sure. Yeah, man. Pearl says, I am in the thumbnail. I dissed you, Pearl. <laughs> I shot, shot, skitty pop, pop, and a boom, boom, brr, boom. Now what you going to do? Pull up. Pearl said, why am I on the thumbnail? You talking shit about me? I meant to text you and say you was on the thumbnail. Hey, if you missed it, Pearl, I had all that smoke for you. Now what you going to do? What you going to do? <laughs> you just got dissed by the great coach Greg Adams. Now what you gonna do? I see you in here. Pull up. She ain't gonna do nothing. Nah, go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. She's showing up late. You late. You late. Now you gotta rewind the stream. Now you gotta rewind the stream. <laughs> Pull up. Pull up. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Ain't gonna do nothing. You all the way overseas. You ain't gonna do nothing. Hey, man, I better chill. Pearl know where I live at, so I better chill the fuck out. Mm. Pearl got my address. <laughs> hey, Pearl got my address. I better chill out. She's one of the few people in this space that got my address. So, pull up. I bet you you won't. I bet you you won't. Anyway. Uh, anyway, 
Look, man, I got it. Oh, Passport Gang says us Passport Bros will be the scapegoat in the next 10 years when the next generation of women are broken alone while these men are happy and thriving. It is. It is. Passport Bros, you next. You next. She rewinding the stream right now. <laughs> she like, what did he say about me? It's about 20 minutes behind. It's about 20 minutes behind. All right, anyway. Where are we at? I think that's it. Yeah, I got to go, man, because I'm hungry. I don't even think I ate right today. I didn't. Oh, you know what? I do have. I did eat right today, but I do have some breakfast leftovers that I'm about to eat tonight. And we almost ready for the weekend, my ninjas. So get your condoms ready. Get your girls ready. Get your flatback Supremes or whatever you need out here. Weekend is right here. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. And also, also get your bail money ready. Get your bail ready, man. Get your bail money ready. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Peace.